<laughs> a creepy peepee. You're listening to the only podcast in the universe where clothing is optional, but pot is not. Broadcasting from FEMA Region 7, it's Bowl After Bowl with your hosts, Lorian and Spencer. How you doing, Bowler? That's uh, quite a feat. Your business is nothing if not colorful, Bowler. Are you kidding right now? Try a taste. Try a taste. Try a taste. Try a taste. Guaranteed to blow your mouth's mind. Yeah. 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 Hey, you see that guy over there? Oh, man. Oh, man. You'd know that if you'd ever listened to my podcast. What's going on? And I want a non-gay explanation. You're going to have to listen to this crazy man. Uh, okay, another heritage. The further I got into it, the more I liked it. Dance and move your legs around. That's right, we're all dancing. And moving our legs around. And we're definitely not going to yell into this mic all night. But what we are going to do is bring to you... The finest little bowl in FEMA Region 7. Ladies and gentlemen, it is October 3rd, 2023. And you're listening to Bowl After Bowl, episode 273, of course. My name is Sir Spencer Wolf of Kansas City. And you may call me Dame DeLorean. And uh, you can call yourself a bowler, because that's what you're here to do is bowl. People ask what this show is about. It's about bowling, obviously. That's why we say bowl twice in the very title. Gotta explain this again. And again. But it's all right. I'm happy to explain as many things, as many times, to as many people. Even your wife? I've I've made a career out of it. Why not just keep going? <laughs> Why not just keep going? Mansplaining. I'm going to play this back to you someday. It's not really about knowing what's going on. It's just about having the confidence to explain it as though you do. It's really what's about. This is America after all. Right? Fake it till you make it. Uh, make it till you fake it. No, much better. Or, uh, shake it till you bake it. That's what I like to do. Hey. Ding, ding. <laughs> the bots censor the weed part, C-Dub says. Uh, I don't know about that. That seems probably, uh, archaic to me. Don't you know? It's, uh, 50 state legal now. <laughs> don't we- you know Obama legalized weed? Yeah, it's 2023. Man, don't you keep up with current events? Man, don't you keep up with current events? Weed ain't illegal no more, nigga. Come on. Read a book. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. I love you. Good to be here. What did we do? We were just discussing right before the show. What, what did we do? What the hell happened last week? Where were we? I blacked out Ew. all week. It's Tuesday again. If I knew what happened last week, I would know where this notebook is. Oh. I'm on the search. I'm on the hunt for a notebook. Hey. I uh, First of all... I haven't talked about this yet, but I'm very excited to be working on a secret project uh, with Sir TJ the Wrathful. It's not secret at all. I'm just kidding. He already blabbed it. Uh huh. <laughs> just playing into uh, the Dorfulverse. Into the Dorfulverse. Check it out. <laughs> um, yeah, he let everybody know 
which I was so, by the way, really tickled to hear. He let everybody know that I'm working on this uh, COVID's back Eminem cover with him. And I wrote the whole uh, first verse. It's like 20 bars just to, you know, mirror the, the, the OG original. And God help me if I can't find that fucking notebook that I wrote it in. I'm, I, it, I got so desperate. But you know what I did? What did you do? I cleaned the bowl. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like... You vacuumed. Two-thirds of it. I pushed most of the shit over into that corner, that third. And then I, like, picked everything up in this two-thirds, cleaned and vacuumed. It's, like, nice. You can breathe down here, sort of. You so can walk barefoot without stepping on a thumbtack? I'll fix the breathing part in a minute. We'll get something lit. But, um, yeah. I can only assume that it's in that third of the room. Yeah, gotta be. You've got a huge stack of notebooks that you've gone through. It's and not, I've brought you every notebook I've found. It's not in the 30 in this pile or the mm. four in this general area. You mean or, three? That's 33 notebooks. Oh, and yeah, it's not oh. one of them. Let's get rid of this one real quick. Okay, nice. so it's not in the 30 over there or the three over here. It's not on the one I just slammed on the ground. And uh, it's not also in any of the loose papers I've torn out. I know for a fact I did not tear the paper off because you only tear the paper off of the pad people. If you're going to crumple it up and throw it away, that's the last thing you do is tear the paper off the pad. And only when you're ready to crumple and pitch only then no exceptions. <sighs> so I was like very excited to sit yeah. down last night and record this. It's all you wanted to do. You it's were talking about it all day. All I wanted to do. <laughs> and instead of recording for, <sighs> Two hours, I looked for the notebook for five hours. Yeah. That was that was my night last night. Well, I can <laughs> find it for you on a Russian streaming website if you'd the, like. The hate listeners. I know who you are, by the way, hate listeners. We have your IP addresses. Uh, <laughs> they're all going, see? See, I told you. I told you it's the weed. See? See? You lose your songs, huh? It's not so fun anymore, huh? <laughs> it's what you get. It's always something. I left my jacket on the bus the first day of school when I was five years old. Aww. I've always been this way. I had to go to the bus barn on my first day, after my first day of school. Couldn't well, keep it together. I just can't remember shit. I just set it down. I forget it. I'm like, oh. Was it there? It was there. We got it. Nice. Yeah. That's all that matters. So what you're- Just like the notebook. It's here. What you're saying is we got to go to the bus barn. Uh, probably. Post show, we'll go to the bus barn. It'll be great. It's a date. We can all go together. Live stream the bus barn. Bolos, you're invited. Uh, much more exciting news happened the day before the notebook search, by the way. Uh, Bowls with Buds with Stephen Bell. A great one. So fun. So fantastic. About damn time we got him in the bowl. I know. We've been talking about it for a while. Uh, Three-hour bowl. And by the way, I, I'm sorry a little bit, I guess. I'm kind of sorry. There's a big part of me that is sorry if you weren't there for the live but there's also a part of me that's like, well, you know, you're going to catch that shit while it happens. Mm-hmm. He hung out after the show for three more hours. Yes. Totally not expected. It was like, okay, so we wrap the show, and usually in post-show, what do we say to the guests? We say, hey, you know, that was great. Thanks for coming on. If you want to hang out, you can. We, you know, post-produce the episode. Or if you want to, you know, get out of here, like, you're also not held hostage. Like, you know, it's the bowl like you're not you can come you can go you can do whatever yep you can go you can come a free and open bowl for coming and going all of the above you know i'm i ain't mad 
I'm just here to facilitate a good time. That's that's all I'm concerned about. So he was like, well, you know, I'm starving my ass off because I haven't eaten anything. Yeah. And I was already hungry at the beginning, and then we've been talking three hours. I was like, yeah, you know, go get you something to eat. And then guy asks me, oh, yeah, by the way, you ever uh, try, like, DMT or a heroic dose of mushrooms? <laughs> and I said, buckle up, buttercup. I know anytime a dude asks me, hey, have you ever... <laughs> Had a profound psychedelic experience. <laughs> We're going to probably be talking for a long time. And that you were. A long time. A long time. So we talked for a long time. And uh, if you were there, uh, I, I, I didn't record it. I thought you were recording it, people that were there. I just record the show part. That's my job. You know, I never signed up to record post shows because I have to hit stop and then like produce the show. Yeah, not that's, enough dedicated wham. That's in my checklist, you know. I got a lot of tips. Uh, I got a lot of tips during all of that, which I love tips, by the way. Uh, I do. I'm, there's no irony or sarcasm when I say I do love tips. They teach me. Like, the only reason I know shit is because of people giving me tips my whole life. Just the tips? Well, it's, it's rarely just the tips. It always starts with just the tip, you know what I'm saying? But then. Before you know it. Anyway, I guess Mr. Feeney does backup recording on the sly. Mm-hmm. That's the bot over in MMO. Uh, I already knew you could make AzuraCast do backup recordings on your server, but of course we've had some droppage woes in the recent past, and so I wasn't really eager to do any extra server shit at all. I'm wondering, you know, maybe we could get away with something like that because we haven't had any droppage. It's been all pretty gravy, pretty cool. So, I don't know. I don't know. I also, there's a part of me that thinks there's a beauty in that. It's like the Tibetan monks when they're making the sand art and shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if you saw it, then you saw it, you know? And maybe that was special. It was special indeed. Maybe that was special. But the whole uh, three hours that did get recorded was also very special. And we, of course, talked about... Uh, Steven's mini origin stories, his five web apps, his three kids that he's homeschooling, his uh, just general attitude on sovereignty and freedom. and um, How he got hit in the mouth. How he got hit in the mouth, his no agenda origin story. It was all fantastic time. So um, if ever there was a Bulls with Buds, you should check out. Um, aside from all of them, definitely check out the one that we did with Stephen B. You can find it at bullswithbuds.com. That's right, and you can look down in the show notes, and there's a link. There's a link in the show notes, and uh, yes, boost it, because Steven gets a third of those boosts. Forever and always. Yeah, it's not going away. <laughs> Chad F. was like, oh, I forgot to boost it. Uh, Chad F. exposed me, man, because when I went live, um, I thought it'd be clever and go hit the grocery store and then come and you know get ready. And you told me way early on, like, no, that's impossible. But I was like, dude, I can do it. I got three hours. I just know how you are. Three hours is a lifetime. So I did groceries. <laughs> I got chicken food. And I uh, donated. I saw stuff. the trunk was full of crap to donate. So I yeah. dropped it off. And I couldn't resist. There was some Betty Boop sleepy pants. So I had to get them for you. Boop, boopy, doop. They were your size and everything. Yeah. It was boop, perfect. Boop, be boost. Exactly. The modern Betty. So, needless to say, you called it and I was cutting it close. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't go live with the proper live item tag is what ended up happening. Because when we went live, and I think I mentioned it on the recording, I was like, oh, yeah, and I probably should uh, flip to the live tag. 
in my feed, you know, so people can see we're live and uh, so that boosts work, mm-hmm. all that important stuff. So I realized my error and flipped the show live, but I flipped tonight's show live instead of the Stephen uh, Bell one. So then I had to go back and two live items, one feed. Yeah, this is what happens. So when I was making my rounds on the podcast index social, I saw this long conversation between uh, Chad F and um, uh, Mitch of yeah Mitch at a Podverse Mitch Downey, and he was trying to like say, hey, what happened with Podverse? Like when I first looked at the live block, like Steven's split wasn't in it, and then like 15 minutes later it was there, and then it was fine, and they were like. He was asking, Mitch was asking him a bunch of questions, like, how long did it take? What happened? What was this behavior? And I just had to chime in after all that convo and be like, uh, yeah, that was my bad. (laughs) Your podcast app is working properly. Do not adjust your television set. (laughs) This depraved shit really is going on. Yeah. Can't win them all. That was epic. It was a great bowls of buds. Oh, it was such a fantastic time. So unexpected. Uh, not that it would be a great time, but like just the post show was kind of a oh yeah a whopper of a uh, of a time. It was a wo- 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 whopper. <laughs> it uh, uh, activated my almonds. Let's say mine too. I yeah. just sat with my jaw open the whole time and nodding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't wanna, like drugs though. I didn't want to break the flow, you know. He was just asking for research purposes. By the way, he yeah, just just uh, not. And I'm not even saying that, that as a smart-ass di- disclaimer. I'm saying that for real. Like He was just probing mm-hmm. uh, curiously, which is interesting. I love, I love uh, entertaining questions of such a nature. I guess we're going in reverse chronological order with the recap, which is fine. Well, finish Sunday. Finish Sunday. Because we were here oh, for yeah. six hours, but then you did another thing. I published the show. And I was lamenting in the chat to Cotton Gin. I was like, oh, shit, wasn't Jackbox today? Like, I think I missed Jackbox game. Because I figured, you know, 4.20 start time, we'd get, you know, 7.30 or 8, get that show posted. Yeah. I was. <laughs> I didn't know that it would be a, a another walk through the woods, which uh, was totally invited and welcome and awesome. It was like a wonderful surprise, walk through the woods. By the time I got the episode published, I was like, damn, I missed Jack uh, Jackbox. And then the lovely Mary-Kate Ultra chimes in and says, oh, we're still going. We're, like, off tomorrow, so we're going late tonight. So I did a little lightning round uh, Jackbox games right before bed, just to top a perfect Sunday night off. Lucky. And, uh, oh, man. like You I, were finishing production, and I'm like, are you, like, did you get everything from me? Yeah. So then I had to go put away dinner and do the dishes <laughs> yeah. and vacuum the fucking carpets like yeah. a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> but I got all my chores done that I put off. Like, I didn't time out my day well either. Yeah. And I should have done the stuff before the Bowls of Bud started, but I didn't. I was doing the digital labor and you were doing the analog labor. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you were like, swoop, right into bed. And I was like, swoop. Oh, I didn't go to bed till late. Right in the Jackbox. Fucking missed the Jackbox, man. Man. Jackbox. Well, jackbox. You, you did win a Jackbox round. That's really all that matters, right? Yeah. I am the champion. You beat Weed for cha- wow. champion of the heartthrobs. It was Lorian versus Oof. Weed, and Lorian won. Unanimously. Unanimously? Yeah. My goodness. If I'm lying, I'm dying. It was unanimous. Um. Anyway. So Saturday. Make Heroism, Mary-Kate Ultra, they're the greatest. And they host Jackbox games every other Sunday. So, Hang out with them. Try it out. Cost me.app slash hyperspace out. 
That's where you want to go. Link in the chat. It's something like that. We'll put all all of the links. If you're not clicking those links, then Lorian feels like she wastes her time. So you better be clicking. Get your ass in there and click. Um, yes, no agenda meetup in Columbia, Missouri. Como to those who know. That was a fun time. Uh, it was Kirk, a great one. Kirk the Spook organized it. Mm-hmm. And um, Nom it was, was a no show. Yeah, where was Nom? <laughs> Where the fuck was Nam on that one? Uh, Craig, or I mean, sorry, Kirk asked me if I knew. Yeah. And where's Greg Daniels? Where's Greg? <laughs> Is Greg coming? And um, I was like, I don't know. I thought he was. Uh, I thought you knew. And the last time we hung out with him, he was like, Oh yeah, we'll see you in the Columbia thing uh, coming up. You know? Yeah. <sighs> nope. It's all right. Nope. I could have texted him and trolled him, but. The magic of a no agenda meetup, it, it, if you've never been to one, you should go because you can bring a camera, you can bring a drone, you can bring your phone, you can bring the audio recorder because it's your job to make the no agenda <laughs> re- meetup reports. And you get into such conversations, such genuine and awesome rewarding conversations that you just don't play with the shit at all. You just don't even, you know, I'm not on my phone, I'm not on my uh, whatever. Yeah, you're just talking, and all of a sudden the sun is down. Just wrapped up in conversation until it's like time to go, and you're like, "Oh, really? Damn it, it's over." Yeah, we'll forgive Nam anyway. He just got married. Yeah, could still be honeymooning. I've been married, you know, and you know what I would do <laughs> is drag my brand new wife to a no agenda meetup. Say, "Look at what I got myself, huh? Look at this." Would you look at that? Would you look at this? Who's better than this? It was great going back to the old stomping grounds where we met. Como. Yeah. My first Missouri home. <laughs> I like you guys are keeping Isobot busy. That's what I like to see. And then after the Como meetup, we got to meet up with one of our very old friends. Oh, you've known him longer than you've known me. Ah, uh, yes. We saw an old friend, which was lovely. Uh, 15 years I've known that guy. And you can only claim 12. Mm-hmm. Think of that. Yep. Think of that. So that was wonderful to see. Uh, he's got, I've always known him with like super short hair and he's got this long, uh, Steve Aoki looking hair, man. Now. Yeah. And when I say Steve Aoki looking, I mean, close your eyes and see it. Yeah. You see my buddy now. Yeah. He's a doppelganger with the long hair. It's crazy. Like he should just be Aoki for Halloween and everybody would be like, oh my God, sign my tits. No, he should be the distraction man for Aoki who goes out and like signs the autographs (laughs) and takes the pictures with sunglasses on while Aoki gets into the place. (laughs) Yeah. He could do it, man. Yeah. He could be his double. Convincing. I believed it. Mm -hmm. And he's a DJ. Yeah. Incredible. Pretty It was so awesome catching up with him. Pretty radical. So another fine week is what we're trying to say. That's right. I know we told you we were trying to take it easy, but (laughs) come on, when do we do that? Sleep is for the week. Rather take it sleazy, let's be honest. Uh, But any way I take it, I'm glad I take it with you bowlers, who uh, we love to thank up at the front of the show. This is a value for value podcast. What that means is we just do this thing. In an attempt to bring you out there some kind of value. And it's not easy to really find the value at first, I'm going to be honest. (laughs) Because it's a big variety show, and it's like, what the hell's going on? I don't understand these memes, I don't really know these people, I don't know what's going on. I thought this was a Bitcoin podcast, oh, I thought this was a weed podcast, oh, I thought this was a bowling podcast. It is, hang in there, it is, all of those things, it is. Look at the chapters. 
We've got chapters now, so if you just want to pick and choose, my bowler, you may pick and choose. Just jump to that spot you like. You don't have to listen to all this shit. That's okay. It's all right. Don't feel guilty and stuff. Don't get, like, uh, non-listener's guilt, because that's just a waste of time. You think I can listen to the podcasts of everybody I love every single week, all of the hours of them? I can't. But you can't feel bad about that, man. What you can feel bad about is... uh Bumming all the damn time. That's what it's all about. It really comes back to the first rule. That's what we call it. First rule of being a smoker is it's bad manners to keep bumming all the damn time. And that's what value for value is all about, you know? If you're back here, show after show, Tuesday after Tuesday, bowl after bowl, it must mean you're getting something out of the show, and we're just asking you to just pinch a little off of your stash and throw it in the bowl, you know? Don't, dumb, uh, don't bum all the damn time. Don't dumb all the bam time. However words work. And we like to thank bowlers who are never bumming and always bringing to the party their time or talent or treasure. And there's a myriad of ways to do that. Uh, We start by pulling up what we call the legacy way, uh, which is the PayPal button you can find at the bottom of every page of bowlafterbowl.com. You just scroll down to the bottom. I know I'm still on WordPress and uh, I'm working diligently on it even more diligently than last year when I said that. And way more diligently than two years ago when I said that. Way more diligently than then. Uh, by the way, there is some new PayPals coming in. We received our uh, monthly stonation. It's loading. So talk about legacy. Kevin S. Kevin S. Thank you. Of the uh, middle coast of California. Yes, Kevin S. coming in with his $5 a month stonation. We very much appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We also appreciate lots and lots. Uh, by the way, I do try to mention at least somewhat frequently that those monthlies are really helpful because it's hard to remember all the time to you know keep boosting or keep doing this or that. And the monthly is a nice little set it and forget it. And the bills come out too of that PayPal. So when I'm paying for the AzureCast server, when I'm paying for the website, all that kind of stuff, the monthlies go in, the monthlies come out. It's a really seamless transition. It's probably the reason that we haven't just said, eh, go away from the PayPal maybe. And another reason is our philosophy is like, we keep the doors open. You know, I don't want to shut the door on value for people. There's some people that that's just their only way. You know, it's the only way they know. And we're not going to say, hey, your value is not worth it to us. Shun your value. No. You can give value any way that uh, we want to meet you where you're at. Any way you please. That's right. We are also... Oh, and check this out. Oaknode has scheduled boosts according to C-dubs. Look at that. Ooh. Speaking of the next new Fandangle thing. Umbral App Store's Oaknode scheduled boosts. How about that? How about that? That's pretty cool. So that's interesting. Uh, it would be cool, too, to set up uh, one of these services on an automatic lightning uh, situation. I think that would be kind of fantastic. I'm going to explore those options. Maybe even if it's just like a VPN or something. Recurring For boosts. one of the nodes, something like that. Yeah, just some kind of a... Yeah, I like that. Recurring lightning service, lightning-based service. I think that would be sw- sweet, sick, cool, valuable, maybe even. Uh, speaking of value and nodes and all that good stuff, what we're talking about is little pieces of Bitcoin flying around the night, lightning network at lightning speed, and uh, bowlers send us their hard-earned sets... Week after week, bowl after bowl. In fact, you've heard some uh, sounds 
hitting the node. That's the sound of bowling balls smashing into pins. That's the sound of a boost coming in. Makes you want to sing a little song called I'm gonna boost some sides. I've got 40,000 in my wallet. I'm, I'm, I'm boosting value contribution. This is fucking awesome. Oh, it's fucking awesome. It's fucking awesome. You know who's awesome? Harv Hat. Who never misses a beat or a boost. Um, his streak is legendary. It's almost like our Tuesday night streak. It's Indeed. Like, I don't know if it will ever be broken. 1420 sats from Harv Hat one week ago as the fade out of the last Tuesday show. Thank you, Harv Hat. And uh, then you got to scroll up a little bit on the no, helipad, huh? I I'm, I'm think I'm in the, yeah. Then I got to, so uh, he always hits us. This time it was from Podcast Index. So it, we never know where it's coming from. We just always know when it's coming. When we fade out and then when we go live. So I uh, appreciate you, Harv Hat, for uh, really being father time around here. Essentially, he's the father time of the bull, among other things. Uh, 17,776 sats came in next from Booberry, which I actually now have something for that. Yeah, yeah, freedom! Thank you, Make Heroism, for the extended freedom boost. Nice. And thank you, Booberry. And thank you, Booberry, for the extended freedom boost. It extends my freedom. Greatly. Yes. Freedom boosted. Uh, he said, Teehee, make heroism has full blame for this. It's only appropriate that he also <laughs> sent in the jingle. Thunderroad.media. That's T-H-U-N-D-E-R-R-O-A-D.media. Thunderroad.media. Yeah, if you've got some music sitting around and you want to be a V for V artist, get in on that hot DMU action, Booberry will help you out. That's right. Here's the deal, Jack. 97% of all earnings directly to the artist in real time. For a 3% share, he splits it three ways. He t- it's not like he's taking 3%. It's like he's earmarking 3%. 1% per- 1% goes to the boobles. 1% goes to BoostBot. That's so that your boosts get displayed. And Boostagram messages. I'm getting Boostagram messages, said the Wave Lake artist. Yeah, honey, you're getting Boostagram messages. You just can't read them. 1% will go to the Music Side Project a tool developed by Stephen B, who we talked to on Sunday. Uh, that's a pretty fantastic deal. All you got to do is hit him up, go to thunderroad.media, send him an email. He'll put your entire uh, SoundCloud Bandcamp library on value for value, and you will start getting money Yeah, right away. 97% to the big guy, and that's you. He uh, asked me recently, he was like, so... How do they uh, cash out from uh, an Albi wallet into USD? And I was like, ooh, they're going to have big regrets. But you can do it. It's easy. You can do it in Cash App. You can do it in, uh, what's the other one? Not Venmo, but. Uh, cash App? I just said Cash oh, App. Oh, sorry. <laughs> nah, there's another little like all I think of. money app kind of like Cash App and Venmo that you can do it in. Uh, you can do it on any exchange. Yes, you can sell your sats for USD. Uh Personally, buddy, friend, pal, I think you'd be crazy to do so. I think it would just be poor move. Mm-hmm. Not very future-proof. Uh, there's ramifications, that's all. That's all. I'm not even going to open my big dumb mouth about it further than to just say, hey, man, you're going to want to hang on this. You're going to wish five years from now that you just hung on to them sats, let them sit somewhere, forget about them. The best thing I ever did with my Bitcoin was forget I had it. Definitely. Um... Let the sats stack. That's just that's just me. It's not uh, medical advice, you know. 
I'm just saying, you're just gonna wanna you're gonna wanna be invited to Thanksgiving by your family in five years. Uh, so yeah, check that out. What a fantastic guy. That's all we did basically with Stephen B. Was just talk about Booberry the whole time. It was 33 percent of the program for sure. <laughs> 6969 is our next boost. 6969, dudes. Uh, from Hey Citizen out of Podverse, he says. By the way, that last boost was from Boost CLI. I didn't say that. Ah, uh-huh, the most sovereign way to boost. This boost is from Podverse. Hey Citizen says, Solidarity for the ureter problem sufferers. Fists up. I was born with a narrow one, didn't notice it until college, mm. when coffee and alcohol hogged all the kidney to bladder bandwidth. There's no better feeling than that first stream after the operation. Ah, yeah. Feel you. He came, right, uh, he came right back, by the way. 6969, dudes! <laughs> he came back with another 6969 out of Podverse. Because, I mean, that's where he was listening. He said, <laughs> There are zero things that piss me off more than hearing Spencer repeat, I'm such an idiot over and over again, while the soulless <laughs> fucktards at Lenovo stroke each other's cocks in admiration for implementing yet another almost useless BIOS feature in the most brain dead shit fucker way. Smegma brain implementations like this are the only real barrier to your grandma getting in the driver's seat. And for that, we thank you. Hey, citizen. That's how he said it, but more French. Oh, wee oui, oui. wee. I, you know, I gave it what I could. I think that the anger came across. Yeah, definitely. I would have done it more French, but I'm such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, hey, citizen. Love you, man. Uh... Make Heroism is next, 5555, and uh, we read this actually on the uh, Stephen Bell podcast. He had a question for Stephen, but uh, I did want to bring up this cool feature that in Fountain and in CurioCaster, you can actually future boost pending live items, which is pretty cool because you can set up some questions, and we had some content. Uh, Sometimes you have to hop in the chat and remind the host that you sent it, though, because they might not be so used to uh, getting hit with that kind of shit. But we very much appreciate the future boosting type stuff. Pre-boost. Lorian is actually putting my scrolly finger to work because the homegrown hits boosts just go on and on. Yeah. I mean, they, they're in there. It's they're exciting. thick. So nice work. Thank you. Uh, homegrown hits every Thursday. 7 p.m. Central on the Bowl After Bowl stream. There you have it. On the non-dropping Bowl After Bowl stream. Always up. Ding, ding, ding. Always something for you. Um, next up, we have a, uh, boost two days ago from Airhead. He boosted 2112. That's a rush boost out of CurioCaster. And, uh, oh, we, we read this as well. We read this on the Bell Show, but he's, I, I should mention for those that just read the, listen to the Tuesdays, he's fi- finishing up support for Magic Wallet, Magic Wallet switching technology and PeerTube. Very nice. This weekend. So, uh, that's probably now ready for some testing and, uh, usage, usage, usage. Uh, most of these are boosts from the live show, which, like we said, boltswithbuds.com, you want to catch that Stephen Bell. It's going on. Going on. And uh, the post-show did garner a couple of boosts, and then some people caught up on the episode. So 6969. 6969, dudes! From Hey Citizen out of he said, post-show dilated my pupils. Hey, you and me both, brother. <laughs> me too, brother. Uh, then we had, out of Fountain, 10,000 shots. 
from uh, Adam C. 1999. Oh, thanks, Adam. You may have heard of him. Uh, value. Uh, thank you, Adam. He says... We don't want podcastindex.org to be a destination at all. We want the apps to surface the top 100. And we did get in a discussion, you and I and Steven, about um, you know this, this problem they were discussing on Podcasting 2.0 and how can we breadcrumb the songs that are playing into the music shows that are playing them and you know just have discovery mechanisms where everything's crisscrossed and referencing each other. And you know, if, if Homegrown Hits plays a song, you have all those songs listed in the chapters, but then if I'm looking up a song that happened to be played on Homegrown Hits, maybe I see that when I'm looking at the song, I see as featured on Homegrown Hits and Booster Grand Ball and all these other things before the schemes. Yeah, or if you're the artist, you want it to say that on the boost. Where's this boost coming from? How did this person hear my music? Right. From Homegrown Hits. So we've got or some wherever. work there. And this this idea I had was maybe podcast index turns into like a wiki page, right? And you have just all the information if you look stuff up on the on the podcast index, which it's damn close to that already, right? But he he's rightly saying like we don't want people to seek out podcastindex.org as a destination. We just want to provide the back end for these apps. And I don't know why I didn't even think of it, but like the podcast wiki should be an app. The music wiki should be an app. Like that should just be a separate from the podcast index completely app that that we build. And when I say we, you know as fuck I don't I don't just mean me by myself because we all know how that goes. So uh, I like the idea. We need a podcast uh, index wiki. We need a wiki of podcasting and a wiki of, and then we can you know thumb our noses at all these industry dipshits that don't know what they're doing. Why isn't the podcast industrial complex made a podcast wiki? It's not that fucking hard in theory. Especially if you have all this VC money, you're rolling around, oh, there's a $69 billion in podcasting that no one knows where the fuck it is. Well, why isn't there a wiki? There's not even a wiki, dog? What? Anyway. Uh, 33,333. He's trying to top them off. That's Chad F. coming in from Fountain. Thank you, Chad. Thank you, Chad F. He says, great conversation, guys, and thanks for fighting so hard for DMU. Always. You're welcome. I will never... Stop fighting for DMU. Remember uh, first time I said DMU and you laughed at me? I remember. But uh, hey, it's, st- it's still it's still in play. Will it win out in the uh, name war? But I don't know. I don't know. It's a fucking DMU. It's a DMU. <laughs> ah, he's an asshole. Uh, next up. <laughs> uh, thank you, Chad. I appreciate you. Uh, next up, Adam... C1999, he's back for more. He's back. 5,000 sats. He says, zaps are a problem with real-time splits. Too many lookups. Too many lookups. Yeah, I'm I'm really not sure what the nuts and bolts and guts are of a zap. I know it's based on LNURL, which even just kind of doing the scan with your phone, there is a bit of work that it takes, you know, and it's like thinking, thinking, thinking. So streaming every time probably cumbersome i think that eventually apps will want to interop and so you know if you if you have an ln url qr code you want to present and people already do that or if you want to zap on noster or if you want to boost or if you want to stream sats like i think you know let the people send money how they want to send money i don't i don't really see any kind of purpose or time in standing in front of any implementations for sure but 
Uh, I also have not looked under the hood at what a zap looks like technically. And you may, you know, may have an excellent point that it's just not feasible for the real time live stuff where we're trying to just get it there and hit. Uh, but it's still a lightning payment. So I'm, I'm thinking there's some kind of wiggle room middle ground there. Uh, I think on a long enough timeline, we're going to want to support all of the shit. Yeah. We're just going to want to support any way, any way to boost, any way to send. Yeah. I'm not going to say, hey, you over there, you got to change your ways or you can't give me money. Like, no, just just keep doing what you're doing. Just shoot that money. Call it uh, value, man. Uh, value. Thank you for the value for value. Yeah, appreciate it, Adam. Uh, yeah, thank you. Appreciate you. 11,111. 11, I'm doing this again. Yeah, 11,111. The, 11, the, the five satchels kills me, dude. 11,111. Sats from Fletcher. Five dicks in a bag. <laughs> Thanks, Fletcher. <laughs> and uh, that's coming out of Fountain. He said, you all are providing valuable inf- information and insight. T-Y-F-Y-C, love is lit and all that shit. Well, thank you, sir. Spark one up. Spark one up for you. Uh, 4269 from Harv Hat. That was the bat signal right there. When we go live and ping the pod, he knows and he's there with the 4269. This time, at a curio caster just to keep your curio guessing. Nice. Yeah, he's not a boring man. Thanks again, Harvat. It's always switching it up. Uh, several tests as we figured out the bowling sound. Thank you for helping me get that working, Lorian. Yeah, I've been hearing the pin slapping. 420 sats from Test Toker as well. He was uh, helping lean in on them tests. Thank you, Test Toker. Podcast Index is the source of that boost. 8888. Ain't she great? It's Carolyn. Out of Pod- Carblaine 33. Out of Podverse. Car- uh, Carblaine 33. Oh, oh shit! Not what you want to do. In I've a bowl. upset the bottle of bourbon. It's all right. We have, that's what corks are for, baby. No mess. Uh, eighty-eight, eighty-eight from Carolyn. She says, "I stay regular by boosting sats." Oh yeah, <laughs> very nice. That's right. Oh, give it to me. Boost. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Roa Dex next twenty-two, twenty-two out of Fountain from Bully Steed. Oh, Bully Steed. You know her as Boosty Steed. You know her as a lot of steeds. She says, test taste toke. Ooh, I like it's tasty. How come no one's done that before? I love it. Mm, tasty. Test a taste toke from Bully Steed out of Fountain. I thank you. Thank you, Bully. Appreciate you. 6666 was next from In A Millennial. And uh, he says, post this twice if you're gay. Hold on, let me copy it. Where do I post it the second time? <laughs> is there a spot for that? Boost after boost took care of that already. Oh, boost after boost is the gay. Yep. Okay, got it. He's coming out of Fountain as well, if I didn't say that. Thanks, Nam. Just trying to say it twice to be as gay as possible for uh, the man who skips. Speaking of <laughs> skipping the Como meetup, really? Uh, 1333. Next up from Sir TJ the Wrathful out of Podverse. Oh, thank you, TJ. He said, amazing episode with Stephen B. Sunday. I listened to it twice. Wow, Not very nice. gay. Look at that. Look at that. What's going on? It was jam-packed. What's going on? And I want a non-gay explanation. It was a lot of information, and we're just spitting it at you, because it's life-saving. That's right. So, yeah, <laughs> appreciate you. Uh, thank you, Sir TJ. Next up, <laughs> Hey Citizen 6969. Ooh. And uh, I got to hit it. 69, you know I do. 69, 69, dudes! 
out of Podverse, he says, mods are asleep, two for one boost time. That's right. <laughs> we can double your impact right now if you give a boost. Uh, twice it will be printed in the Bowl After Bowl chat at no additional cost to you, bowler. This is the value that we're bringing to you on a Tuesday night. Can you believe it? Tonight only. Not since the $5 footlong has uh, value been this off the chain. <laughs> Live is lit. 4,200 sats from Fletcher is next out of Fountain. He says, I have your notebook. BT dubs, Crumple and Pitch are great names for morning zoo personalities. <laughs> oh, yeah. Crumple and Pitch in the morning. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to need that notebook though, dog. So come at me with the notebook. Don't, don't harm it, please. I need those. Uh, you could just type all of that shit in an email and send it to me. I don't really need the physical thing. I can make it happen. I will probably print it out because I just need to hold it in my hand while I'm practicing it and all that. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to need them lyrics, dog. I'm just going to work so hard. Uh, 6969. That's a favorite 69, number tonight. 69, dude. From KR. Oh, well, thank you, KR. At a pod uh, verse. Thank you, KR. Pod, pod. It's like half of the public radio call letters. Support for WPKR comes to you from our thoughtful boosters. B-A-B-K-R. Bowl after bowl. Well, it's got to start with a W or a K. Come on, what do you, do you know what you knew about radio, man? Come on, on the radio. I'm the new for egg. Radio is dead. Radio is dead. Long live radio. 4321 sats from Mere Mortals podcast. Oh, thanks, Kyron. Our buddy Kyron there hitting us from Fountain with a little countdown action. He was boosting the Bowls with Buds with Stephen B. Looks like he's ca- uh, catching up on it. He says, fantastic conversation. Stephen's awesome. Yeah, we confirmed that. Uh, where would we be without him? Uh, we would be so cucked in a corner. That's where we would be mm. without Stephen B. We would be absolutely unsovereign, totally cucked. Uh, we would not be running with scissors. There would be no joy. There would be no fun. There would be no danger. There would be no pleasure. There would be no live sons of bitches. I mean, the list goes on. Stephen B is an invaluable asset, and it can't be said enough because there's impossible. There's no words in the English language to actually do it justice. So I totally agree with you. Uh, he says, I've been tempted by the idea to throw a music podcast together for funsies. Just working out how much effort it will take. Oh, you got the time, man. It's it's all funsies, Kyron. It's like, you you know, just play the music most of the time, and then you can just say stuff when the music's not playing. But, like, out of all the podcasts you've done, my lad, this would be the easiest one of all time. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. So, yeah, I encourage you to hop on in there. Uh, 69, 69. 69, 69, dudes! Because, uh, you know, Booberry can't keep out of this daisy chain. He's boosting from Boost CLI. Uh, he said, no one ever said posted is lit. <laughs> <laughs> Fact. <laughs> if you're listening to this in the future, uh, RIP, you just got dunked on by Booberry. Sorry. Dunked. That's okay. You can still listen to it again. Just as long as you boost live, you can listen to it as many times as you want in the future. Right, Booberry? Just boost while you're listening. I think that's canon. Uh, to you, that's not just booberry. That's, uh, there's like a more official way to say it. Zosobi, booberry, freak of hazard, mothman, and the mini-ocalypse, and the horror of yig. We want to get real technical. We want to get real technical. That's how you do it right there. 
I just do that because he's told me he cringes every time he hears it. So <laughs> I cringe the moth from faraway places. It's like uh, just one of the things that gets my rocks off personally. Speaking of rocks getting off, 420 sats hitting from Rev Cyber Trucker out of Fountain. Hey, thanks, Rev. Shut up, just boost it. Boost it good. <laughs> yeah, he's boosting it good. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> boost it good. Boom, 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 boom. You must boost it. Thank you, Rev. Uh, and then last but certainly not least in our long line of uh, boosts that we're very appreciative of. 3333 from Weirdo. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Weirdo. You know him, you love him, Weirdo. Weirdo also made an appearance in Jackpot Games, by the way. He yeah. wasn't in the Cosme, but someone did draw him beautifully nice. as a beautiful rendered art piece, which uh, did win a round of uh, Jackbox. That's awesome. He came in from Fountain. He said, say wiki again. Mm, yeah. And then he says, a heart and a finger going into a little handhole. You know what that means. A little wink with a tongue and a purple heart. I feel violated by weirdo through the emojis. And I'm down for that. <laughs> wiki, by the way. You're welcome. Wiki. <laughs> wiki or Wookie? <laughs> he said, hell, I ain't picky. Give me a wiki. <laughs> uh, 3333 just hit. You heard it. I heard it. Everybody heard it from Fletcher. He says, so turns out it's not your, un uh, nope, <laughs> I'm reading ahead. I just see underpants and I want to go right to that word. <laughs> Fuck the rest of the words in front of the word. Uh, so turns out it's not your notebook that I have. It's your underpants. My bad dog. Hashtag commando. Hashtag cringe the moth. <laughs> My underpants probably said, ah, Fuck it, dude. Let's go bold. Uh, joke's on you. I don't wear that shit. No, I'm just kidding. No, you're not. <laughs> like, I don't, but I do. This, yeah. You know, it's both things are true. It can both be true at the same time. Right now I've got my... Depends on the day. My light blue uh, bikinis on. So that's underpants. But the ones that Fletcher has, I don't know. Probably one of the ones I've been looking for. Mm -hmm. Where's my red thong, for instance? That's just Fletcher's, I Just guess. asking. Just asking. Not for a friend. I'm asking for me. I'm man enough to admit when I'm asking for me. Well, we like to ask for value in all forms here on The Bowl. And it's more than just your sats or fiat fun coupons. You can also send art because every episode requires new, fresh art for the bowl. Uh, you can also send chapter art because those are getting a little stale. You can make jingles like the wonderful ones you have heard so far by Hey Citizen and another from Fletcher coming up. Or you can simply leave us a voicemail because every week we have a first time I ever topic. And this week... We want to hear about the first time you ever gave or received a foot job. So all you have to do is pick up your phone and... Call 816-607-3663 and the play of boys That's right. We'll play it without screening it, so anything goes, bowlers. Also, you can text if you're voice shy. And I should mention, the simplest form of value is to just pass the bowl to someone you think might enjoy it. To the left, of course. Yes. 
And no sketchy motherfuckers, please. Just kidding. You know. You know who's down for the bull. I'm just saying, don't pass it to somebody who's going to call the cops on you. That's bad for all of us. Um, Weirdo, by the way, mentioned in the chat, is there any record of this artwork of me? <laughs> he wants to see the, the masterpiece. Uh, uh, ask uh, Mary-Kate Ultra and make heroism. I think, yeah. they have, uh, I think they have pictures of some of this. I don't know how the actual technology works, but I know that there's something in the works that does work. So they're who you want to talk to. By the way, Sir Sir Seat Sitter is the voicemail jingle maker, and it's one of the oldest that we have on the board and one of my absolute favorites. Mm-hmm. Mine too. But it also makes him cringe, I've heard. Oh, you so, know. So, you know. Boy's oh, going to well. have to cringe because I ain't, ain't going to stop playing it. Boy's just going to have to cringe. Um... Yeah, does that does that get us into the next segment? I think, I think that, so. Uh, I think that we're qualified to now roll into a little bit of. Oh yeah, it makes you really want to build a node. That's what I really want to do. That's what you really want to do. That's what we all really want to do. You know why? Because it's just easy. That's why. And it's also fun. That's why. And it also will make you a smarter, more capable individual. I guarantee it. Look what it did for me. People actually think that I'm a smarter, capable individual, which is if enough people think it, it's just automatically true. Despite my protests, it just became true. That's all. So simple as it's that simple. It's really that easy. I wish it was like more mysterious than that, you know, or cool or like, you know, you had to put in more effort or something, but no, turns out no. Uh, I ordered from Shamazon two Dell Optiplex 7040s. They are a tiny little uh, microform factor PC is what they are. Like if you go into the bank and your teller has one of them little boxes that's their computer and they're running it, that's what those are, these little tiny things. And, uh, you know, everybody's building Raspberry Pis, and that's been fine. We've been doing that for a long time, but I'm telling you, uh, if you get enough channels open and you get enough boost bots talking and you get a bunch of services going on your node, it turns out that 8 gigs of RAM on a Raspberry Pi 4, as as cool as they are and as capable as they are and as universal as the install process is, which is very nice, uh, there is a little bit more to be desired if you want to route payments or make a node that's doing a little bit more work than just your average, like, kind of... Uh, stroll in the park so what i've been doing is i've been fucking around with these little form uh micro form factor pcs and uh, i've been threatening for i think a year a little more than a year it took me to turn that think center into a node sounds about right but i made a start nine os out of it actually playing with that uh i talked last week a little bit and i was kind of skeptical i was like holding my breath i was waiting i was like man maybe i should just shut the fuck up and really try it out and honestly for the Start 9 OS, if you're looking for something that's just not intimidating whatsoever and you're looking to get a lightning node up and running because you're an artist that wants to put your shit on uh, Booberry's little uh, wagon of, of misfit musicians that are killing it and taking the whole demu by storm, the whole demu scene. And you want to do something that's yours, like it's on your computer, it's running on your equipment in your house, you don't have to worry about, oh, is this company trustworthy? Um, you know, get Albi Wallet's an easy solution, but what if they become weird all of a sudden? Meh, I 
really don't think that'll happen, personally. I think the guys are great over there. But Bitcoin is about not having to worry about any of that, right? If you do it yourself and you take control and sovereignty of it, you can do it yourself, man. You can do it yourself on one of these tiny PCs. And I say, on a Start9 OS, man, it's probably the easiest way to do it. It's just, it just really is easy. Once you get that boot drive selected, you just get it, you, you get a little thumb drive made, just like any other time you're going to go to install some kind of a Linux distro on your machine when you want to like get rid of Windows. So like all the time is when you want to do that. And uh, you boot up there and it says, try, try the operating system. And you say, heck yeah, it's Ubuntu based. And it's all in the GUI, man. It's like... I would say if Raspy Blitz is the Linux-based version with CLI forward thinking, then Start9 OS is like the Apple-based version with full pretty GUI and like everything is just click here, click there. Everything operates out of the Firefox window. So like when you first turn the computer on, the OS boots up, you briefly see a little bit of uh, some command line flash by and then you're kind of in and a... Um, local host pops up in Firefox and then you can browse the full entire internet just like you would on any Firefox but there's really nothing else going on I haven't really tried diligently I mentioned that I couldn't find the terminal directly you can SSH in from another machine if you want direct command line stuff on the start OS it's possible there's a lot of warnings when you try to do stuff about, hey, don't try to change things or configure things or, you know, even if you try to get some kind of package manager going like uh, apt, it tells you please don't. And for a hacky boy like myself, you know, us hacky boys, we kind of, we bristle at those sort of messages. We're like, hey, don't tell me what to do. I'm going to install whatever the fuck I want. If I break my machine, I'm going to break it, bitch. Uh, and that's just our nature. And that's why we like command line, and that's why we like uh, screaming and throwing our computer across the room and then fixing it again. And we just enjoy that sort of pain. It's not pain to us. I mean, it is. It does still hurt, but like we like it. You know, we're okay with that. We consent. Uh, there's many people that don't ever like to have anything they have to fix digitally, and I respect that. And. If you're that kind of person, Start 9 OS is for you, man. It's like bowling with the bumpers up. It's very safe. Everything's protected. You don't have to worry about going where there's dragons. It's just all taken care of for you. Cool. And I love it. Uh, I also love the small form factors so much that I got these two Optiplexes. So I'm going to upgrade our Pi devices to these two small forms over the next few weeks. I don't know what the fuck, you know, how my timeline works. But... I think that we'll get a lot more performance. Uh, for like 120 bucks, I got these. They call them renewed or refurbished, uh, but they're just a fine machine. Um, it's got quad core i5s in it, 16 gigs of RAM, which is really the main thing for me. And then I'm just going to use the same drives and flip it over and, and install a new. Uh, situation we'll see how it works on umbral we'll see how it works on raspy blitz and i'll give you a report uh, on both of those nodes coming up the things came with keyboard and mouse and i wasn't even expecting that like the picture just shows uh the box itself i wasn't even really sure that i was going to get a power cord to be honest i thought i was going to go out and you know buy a couple power supplies on the side but no uh 
It came with the, the box, the power supply, and mice and keyboards. So two of each. One for me, one for you, babe. Yay. You're going to learn how to do it, too. Yay. You didn't know it, but now you know it. I had some idea when I saw <laughs> two come in the mail. <laughs> yeah, it makes me really want to build a node. Yeah, I always want to build a node. Uh, if I'm not building a node, I'm fixing a node. I'm fixing a node when my sat's coming to get my treasure traveling where it will go. Oh, yeah. And uh, I did fix the, somewhat, fix the uh, Raspy Blitz node. Now, Raspy Blitz version uh, 1.10 is officially out. And it's funny because there's not even a pinned message in the Tgram group yet. I think they might have just put one in there recently. But over the weekend, they rolled it out. And it was like the least announced and hyped of all of their releases so far. Um, I can't even remember how I came across the fact that it was out. I think I saw somebody post in the chat about it or ask about it. Um, yeah, so I did an upgrade and I always forget that there's extra steps. And so I had to reinstall BoostBot. It's one of the services that don't persist. And so maybe we should, uh, look into writing a little config about that because all the other services, things like Helipad and Thunderhub and the other things you install in Raspberry Blitz, there's a config file in your uh, on your hard drive where all your data is stored. Things like the blockchain and your transaction history and all the important data stored on the hard drive. And the beauty of the Raspberry Blitz design is that the operating system itself just lives on the SD card, the little micro SD card you jam into your Raspberry Pi. And so when an update comes on or when you fuck everything up and you have to nuke it and build rebuild, you don't have to totally start over. You just wipe that SD card, but keep your data on the data on the, on the SSD on the, on the external drive. And then with that new SD card, you just restore from all that data that sits on your hard drive. So it's a nice clean way of not only, uh, being able to hack around on your system, but also being able to put uh, Humpty Dumpty back together again or upgrade to the newest edition in a clean way, not having any old bullcrap in there when you do. It's totally uh, clean. So uh, what I'd like to do is figure out a way to persist some of that data associated with the BoostBot setup so that I don't have to like reinstall and reconfigure that thing every time. And I still have to play with it because apparently right now it's liking to print all the boosts twice, which mm. ain't too bad. It's kind of fun. It's kind of endearing. I don't know. Some chatters are annoyed by that. Uh, you know that only amuses me. So <laughs> if if it annoys enough people, I might not change it. I think that I think it tickles me. Tickly, tickly. Anyway, I like ten. My L and D is no longer hanging up. I'm not getting a uh, hundred billion force closes. Nice. Every time I leave my house. It doesn't happen. My node won't do that when I'm here at home, by the way. I know. It's always when we're traveling. There was a big time uh, force close event when we went out to mass, and I had just like, nope, there's nothing I can do. What am I going to do? I asked my dad to help me reboot it one time, you know, and like we at least got it turned on for a show. That was fine. But I was like, man, I can't clean the thing without being able to touch it and pick it up and curse at it and stuff you know gotta get it back on your side 
first you got to do the bad cop, then you're good cop again, and you know, the whole deal. Um, the second time I was up at my dad's for a weekend, and like right when I get there and sit down into my relaxed zone, <laughs> put my feet up, look, pull my phone out, five fucking force closes. I'm looking at messages for alerts for. I'm like, yep. But none of that anymore. I don't know. It may have just been the fact that I reflashed, or it may also have been that this new version is better and fixes some stuff. I have to believe it's a combination, I think, of the two. So we'll keep an eye on it. I really hope uh, upgrading, though, to this little mini machine is going to be what really gets us going. Uh, I have decided tonight to forego any big-time headlines... Uh, but I do want to address a couple of things that I've seen flying around. First of all, you know, the guys on NOS that usually post like the boomer tier Facebook type memes. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of that. Uh, some format that's like that I've seen popping up are screen caps of this Twitter account at Satoshi that has reemerged after five years of silence or something lame, pathetic, stupid like that. Listen, friends, uh, the man that we know, as far as we know, uh, made Bitcoin, who is known only as Satoshi Nakamoto, was last heard from on the Bitcoin talk forums. Okay, In 2010 was his last post there. And it, it, as far as we know, he continued to communicate via email to some of the core developers through the spring of 2011. And then he made one final communication in 2014 when Newsweek, or whoever the fuck it was, I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was Newsweek, tried to uh, finger that Dorian Nakamoto guy Hmm. as the real Satoshi, and he wasn't, and it all fell apart pretty quick, as quickly as it began. Uh, And Satoshi used that, uh, his old account, to say, I am not Dorian Nakamoto. And those are the last five words, as far as we know, that he's like communicated digitally, publicly, at all. In 2014, okay, we're coming up on the decade mark for that. The decade mark for that. So this Satoshi account on Twitter never was associated with the real Nakamoto. And actually, if you look at this uh, tweet that everybody's chuffing about, uh, there's now a big, long list uh, of community... Uh, what do they call it? Oh, uh, community members have added context. And in this case, I really appreciated it because it basically tells you everything you need to know. If you read that community added context shit, it's not the real Satoshi. It's an account associated with Craig Wright, the Uh. fraudster scammer retard who keeps trying to say that he's Satoshi Nakamoto, but never puts any proof out there. He's a big scammer retard. And the fact that it's even still being debated is just so... Sad. You can do, you can do ninety minutes of research and not even deep research. Just ninety minutes of looking into it by yourself as a as a, you know, a little just just do some research. Just look around. Just read the stories. Look at the evidence that Craig Wright has tried to submit to various people and news publications and courts of law, and been dick slapped the whole way through. Uh, and you'll know all you need to know. The fact that anybody still has a whiff of, oh, this is a big happening. I'm sorry, kids. It's not a happening. Or you can just save that 90 minutes and trust Spencer here. Don't trust me. Verify it yourself. (laughs) I'm about it. I'm about it. Don't trust. Don't take my word for it. Look it up. 
Look it up because you're going to look silly going, oh, look, at this Twitter account has been heard from for five years. Okay. Well, our man Satoshi has not been heard uh, from for almost a decade. So five years ain't shit. Uh, the second thing, I got so worked up that I forgot it. Probably wasn't even important anyway. Yeah. I know you hate headlines and all the news fluttering about the Bitcoin circles. Oh, I remember the second thing. The second thing is I was happy to report there's a been a bit of relief in the mempool. Oh, nice. And we're seeing historic lows in the fees fee rates right now. So these um, rings of fire that I'm organizing, hop in. If you want to start a node, now is the time to do it before fees jump up again. How do I sound like a fucking uh, ambulance chaser lawyer, don't I? Or some kind of fucking fo- uh, home auto insurance salesman? I don't know. I've never spoke to those types. The on-chain fee <laughs> environment fluctuates, okay? This is what I'm trying to tell you. So if you look at the mempool, uh, for the last few blocks you could get in for as low as one to two sats per virtual byte. And we've been bitching for a few months now about how it's like in the 20s, it was in the 30s, yeah, it was it all over the place. at one point. 33. It's been even higher in the past uh, few months because of, I don't know, you can blame a bunch of people, but Bitcoin really doesn't give a shit. It just keeps churning on. It's a free market that fluctuates. And so the free market is dependent upon everybody's actions collectively, you know, so we really can't control everybody all at once. It's like a, it's a whole phenomenon, right? Economists kind of understand this. Idiots like me, I never will. But what I do understand is right now you can open channels cheap. Open channels cheap. That's what an idiot like me can understand. Open channel cheap. Ooh. If you need to open channel cheap, hit your boy up. I'm organizing rings of fire. What's a ring of fire? A ring of fire is a lightning channel opening strategy. It's a strategy to create lightning channels in a cooperative way with other uh, friends who also have nodes. Maybe friends of bull after bull. Maybe friends of the KC Bitcoiners. Uh, I've got both on my list of participants in these rings right now. Uh, we're currently working on a 1 million sat ring, a 2 million sat ring, and a 5 million sat ring. What do those mean? Well, that's the size of the channel you would open in the ring. So how they work is this. I usually do six people. We all stand in a circle. You grab uh, the dick to your right. No, you open a channel to the node to your right for the capacity that we're doing. Let's say it's the 5 million sat one, okay? I open a 5 million sat I'm node A, I open to node B, 5 million sat channel. Node B opens to node C, C to D, D to E, E to F, F back to me, A, right? We've got a chain, we've got a ring, it's fire ring, ooh, fiery. Everybody has 5 million that they open to the next guy, and all 5 million sats are on my side, right? So the one I opened, it's got 5 million sats local, zero remote. The one dude opened to me has all 5 million sats remote, zero local, so what do I do to fix that? Well, I take half of the balance, two, uh, two and a half million sats, and I send it through the circle back to myself. And I just push, poof, 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 all the channels that just got opened. And it balances them all in one magical payment that's free for me to do. Because we've all lowered our fees to one another. And then all channels are opened. And what happened? I opened a five million sat channel. I now have two five million sat channels. I still have my five million sats. It's not like any trickery money changes hands. It's just a balancing situation. I have 5 million sats, but I've got 2.5 million on each channel, you see. And I have two channels for the price of one. They're both balanced. It's a great deal. There's no flim-flam or nothing. It's not 
what we all gain out of it is liquidity and the ability to move sats and receive and send sats easily to more places on the network. So what does that mean? Really, what does it translate to? It translates to less boosts failing, a higher likelihood that uh, when somebody boosts you, it will actually show up to your node. They won't get kind of a route not found error or anything like that. It strengthens the Lightning Network. That's right. And then these channels, you can also provide liquidity to other musicians or other services on the Lightning Network. And you can charge tiny little fees for when people route through your node. And uh, you can help people receive boosts and provide value to the network that way without actually donating anything yourself other than just kind of locking up Bitcoin into a channel. So there's a lot of good things you can do. And uh, it's, a, it's a really kind of fun, cooperative way to learn about Lightning and to help the network. That's my pitch. I like it. Maybe I'll join you for one. Maybe I'll join you uh, for a little. Top 333. All right. Today, Germans are celebrating 33 years of reunification. Yes, today, October 3rd. It's when East and West Germany officially reunited. There you go, Germany. Atta baby. I should have brought a little uh, Italia ISO. Italia. Germany. Germany. <laughs> anyway, the big story I saw with the magic number in it this week sounds a little something like this, and it comes out of Forbes. Flashing red warning. $33 trillion U.S. debt death spiral could suddenly trigger a Bitcoin price vicious circle. <laughs> I didn't even know what that meant. A vicious circle? Yeah. A vicious cycle? A vicious... It says vicious circle. Vicious circle. I don't know about these circles. Well, what they're saying, and this is all based on a tweet or a exodus, whatever you call it over there. So based. On the bird shite, from Max Kaiser, who said he expects everything to go to zero against Bitcoin. Yeah. He said that the whole time. Yeah. I don't... I. Yeah. I just got my hands in the air. Yeah, so there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Federal Reserve is hiking interest rates to uh, chase inflation. I don't really understand the tactic or how it works. Neither do they. It's all right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I trust my Bitcoin a little bit more than the U.S. dollar. That's for sure. Not a little bit more. A lot more. Well, I just know there's not some asshole making a bunch more of it, yeah. <laughs> making mine worth less and less and less and less and less. And yep. I know for a fact that everybody's doing that with my dollar. Exactly. Why, why do you think your dollar ain't shit? That's why. <laughs> That's exactly why. So you're going to need some Bitcoin. That's right. kind of what I took away from the article. Yeah. But yeah, this whole vicious circle thing, I didn't really understand. I mean, I guess it's vicious for the U.S. dollar. It sounds quite it vicious. Keeps- Keeps depreciating. So vicious, but it, ouch. It wasn't worth anything anyway. I mean... What do I know? C-Dubs uses dollars as bookmarks now. Nice. That's uh, um, inspiring, my friend. You know, at some point, they probably won't print cash anymore. And so it's nice to hang on to some for historical purposes. It'll all just be digital crap. Mm-hmm. Just numbers on your screen, numbers on your phone. Anyway, Japan has named 33 airports and ports to be upgraded for defense use. That's right. That means that their self-defense forces and the Japanese Coast Guard can use these ports and airports to evacuate citizens or deploy troops in an emergency. Mm. 
I guess they're gearing up for an emergency. Fire drill thing, or like is some shit about to go down? Don't know. We never know till it goes down. But thirty-three, you know, raise the red flag for Mm, sure. Pretty spoopy. How it makes me feel. Hey, are you uh, playing fantasy football anymore? (laughs) Mm -mm. Okay, well, no. I've told you about how my papa used to play the lottery religiously, and he had the same numbers he would always play, and then. He ended up on hospice and missed a week, and his numbers won. Yeah. <laughs> they fuck with people. I seem to remember that you were trying to get Pacheco moving a lot, and I saw this week in the game that uh, Mahomes was allotted all day to locate a wide-open Pacheco for a 33-yard catch-and-run. <laughs> Dude, he was so productive on Sunday. It was ridiculous. It's because you stopped playing. That's fine, though. So here's the deal. Jack. Uh, the Bitcoiners, the Casey Bitcoiners, God bless them. I love them all dearly. They decided, uh, since, you know, we're like a Bitcoin group and we should like stop doing fiat behavior stuff. Why not go and make a fantasy football league? And I've never done a fantasy football league. I'd do one, right? That was my attitude. Yeah. Gotta try it. And, uh, I did two and a half weeks and it was one of the most miserable experiences of all time for me. Um... One of the things that I hated about it was that I found myself looking up every game that happened. Yeah. And then if the NFL, that's a lot of fucking games. Okay. And I just don't have the time. You know me. I'm already, I already don't have time to jack around. Doesn't mean I'm good at avoiding jacking around. Doesn't mean I'm disciplined enough to just say, no, 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 don't do an extra stupid thing. You could do productive things. No, no. I took the bait. A high chance of taking the bait. This is also canon. So I took the bait. I'm not only looking up too many football games, NFL football games, but I'm also rooting for dumb things to happen. Like, okay, I'm watching my Chiefs go, right? Live in Kansas City. I'm like nine minutes from the stadium. It's kind of a local thing, right? Definitely. And I'm like, oh, I hope Pat throws picks, but Butker gets a bunch of field goals because he's on my league. And uh, yeah, you were Pacheco, for a boring game. Pacheco puts up numbers, you know. Like I hope there's a bunch of runs and he gets like two touchdown rushing, but Pat doesn't throw any touchdown passes because that would hurt me. And just rooting for this dumb scenario that's never going to happen. And I'm like, man, I don't even like. I must be like the least fun guy now to watch football with because like <laughs> nothing is. Nothing is going to happen in this convoluted way that I need it to happen. And so I deleted my account. I was like, fellas, I'm, I'm sorry. This just isn't for me. I can't, I can't go on living this way. Yeah, you were rooting for all the wrong things. I can't do it for another uh, week. I couldn't even finish out week three. I was like, yeah, you know, uh, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt me. That's all right. The 33 kind of was the pickup for it. I think he did a good thing. I just had to throw that in there. Yeah, for I love that. Our personal I, back and forth. I had a hunch that when I deleted the app that all of my guys would probably do good. And I don't even remember like most of the guys on my team. I'm just not that informed on football, on the NFL, you know? I know enough to have good conversation with my dad and, and to get into a game. If a game is on, I can get into it. I can cheer. I can, you know, get invested, get pissed off at the ref. We made that fucked up call, all that stuff. You know, I know how to do all of that. I know the rules of the game, and but but man, 
fantasy football, dude. You have to just be in another level of intensity that I'm just not willing to go. Yeah, you know what another level of intensity that I'm just not willing to go is? What? City councilor. Oh, yeah. 33-year-old court paperwork was dug up against an Erie County council candidate. That's right. I guess he was arrested and charged with prostitution at the age of 18. Back in 1990. Now everyone knows about it because he's running. Mm. And uh, his campaign is countering this by saying, well, he was charged with solicitation and pleaded no contest. Holy moly. Yeah. Big whoopsie. Oopsie poopsie. You're supposed to bang them for free. <laughs> Silly. Leave no trail. <laughs> and well, not a money trail anyway. Just to, a happy trail. To round it all off, I saw that the Powerball jackpot climbs to $1.2 billion after 33 straight draws without a winner. Oh, boy. Yeah. Everybody's going to start buying them now. No financial advice coming from me. That's for fucking sure. Just interesting. I just call them as I see them. Don't bet on the races. But you can bet that we're going behind the curtain now. Oh, thank God. Thought you would never say. So they released the amended text of the Safer Banking Act, and I'm a couple pages in. You know, like I've got the old version. Did you just keep falling asleep when I, you start to read it? Yeah. It's just until it passes, I don't really care. Yeah, it's like, hard to get invested when it's like it got voted it's out Lucy's of football. Like, why would I kick it again? Exactly. Seven times this has failed. Yep. The Safe Banking Act. So. Like, I was familiar with that. Very Once we get to the 33rd time, we can start to maybe have hope. But it pissed me off because I read it all last week and thought what I was reading was the amended version. Because small amendments have been made over the seven years that it's been proposed, you know? So I just wanted to put it out there. The new version of the Safer Banking Act Safer. is now out. And I may <laughs> or may not funny? read it. But if it passes, I definitely will read it and tell you all about it. I mean, I know we slightly nodded to this last week, but it's there's just a bit of irony in the fact that going from safe to safer is grammatically less safe. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. No one does. And then, of course, just to summarize, we've talked about it in many polls, but it's so that banks have their asses covered to work with pot shops. Because being federally illegal, Schedule 1 on the Controlled Substances Act right now, they can't do business with them because they would be knowingly doing business with someone selling an illicit narcotic. Right. It's like if you're just a, a head like me and you wear an alpaca hoodie, then it doesn't really matter. You don't need to understand the nuances of it being federally illegal everywhere. But if you're a bank, then it matters a little bit differently. Yeah, you can't just feign ignorance. Right. You have, like, teams of lawyers deep, deep, deep inside of your anal cavity looking for any possible fleck of poop. So you have to have all that covered. Yuck. Yeah, and the government needs to have something covered when they receive uh, Freedom of Information Acts, or else they're going to get sued. And I was really excited to see that attorney Matthew Zorn is now suing the United States Health and Human Services Department to release the letter recommending the DEA to reschedule weed from schedule one to schedule three because all we've we've heard about it and that's yeah. it we heard about it from bloomberg according to sources you know, familiar with the letter bloomberg may or may not have seen the letter but i certainly have it and no one else has and so zorn sent a foia out asking for the letter 
did not get it. And so now he's suing them. Good. Coming for your bitch ass, Rachel Produce Levine. that shit. Yeah. Can't send secret letters as a public official, dumbass. It's not even that they said, we can't come up with it. They completely ignored him. That's, yeah, pretty typical. <laughs> Bad move when it's an attorney requesting that information. Yeah, but they still do that. That's pretty common on, like, sunshine requests, FOIA requests. You know, it's like, a lot of the times they're like, well, we'll just wait until they make us. Like, if it's not a judge asking for it, then fuck them. That's usually their attitude. Yeah. Having been involved in some sunshine requests myself, you know. I do. I do indeed. As several years spent as a crime editor at a daily newspaper. Mm-hmm. You know how it goes. Anyway, in Washington, D.C., Mayor Muriel Bowser has a bill on her desk that would allow medical patients to submit weed products of any sort directly to labs for testing. I think that's pretty cool. I think anyone should be able to submit anything to these labs for testing. Yeah, you should be able to try before you buy type thing. and uh, Don't trust, just, verify. Exactly, exactly. See for yourself. Yeah. Although, you know, you're still trusting the guy that runs the test. Right, exactly. Yeah. If you give me some weed, I'll tell you whether it's good or not, I promise. A lab for every home. <laughs> I don't know, is it weed? Smells like it. Smokes like it. I smell like good weed, though. Mm, Yep, that's weed. Indeed. (laughs) In California, Governor Gavin Newsom signed a bill allowing doctors to prescribe psychedelics if and when federal rescheduling ever happens. Oh, nice. Cool. That is great caveat. (laughs) Once it's not Schedule 1, once it's it's not scheduled at all, maybe. Pass the buck bill. Yeah. Hell, we'll vote for that and sign it. Look what we did. Nothing. Reelect us. Tra-la-la. Nothing. Tra-la-la. Jeez, it's such a waste of time and money and fucking even paper print on it. Mm-hmm. Newsom also signed a bill which updates the THC variance testing requirements. And this was AB 623, if you want to read the whole thing. It's interesting because um, now... Edibles cannot contain more than 10 milligrams of THC per serving with a plus or minus 10% ratio. If they're outside of that 10%, the products are destroyed. But in the case of edibles with lower amounts of THC, uh, the threshold was lower. So more products were being thrown out. Now it's the same for across the board. 10% plus or minus. I don't know how much I even trust these tests, though. <laughs> After all the lab shopping stories and whatnot. It's, like, it's just too much that can go wrong. Yeah, I look at the big number and I think, eh, well, I'll have a little nibble. And see I how hate I feel the whole, like, you got to throw it out or it's got to be this much. Like, Yeah, that's stupid. If you're going to make a requirement and we're going to be reasonable people about it, whatever, and we have to have a requirement, uh, then I'm willing to say, okay, you have to label it whatever the test said it was. And then you got to just say like where the test was, was went down, who did it, what equipment, that kind of thing, you know? So if people want to verify it or retest it or look up the reputation of this testing company, whatever, but just, just inform people. There shouldn't be no rule that says, Oh, if it isn't this number, but it's that arbitrary number, then you have to throw it away. How wasteful. Like doesn't seem very environmental. I don't there are weed-starved children in Africa. Dang, now. Thank you. <laughs> Think could, of the children. God yeah. damn it. If I knock this air duster over one more time, I might. Or cancer patients, like anyone that needs an appetite. Yes. 
I mean, I, anyone. Uh, your local dude, hey. Exactly. You got some weed? Don't throw it away. I'll take it. Weed is like salt. Should be readily available in every home. Yeah, and it's not weird to just say, pass me the weed. <laughs> exactly. Just like the salt, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I can't reach it from here. <laughs> That's all. And it's no big deal. No big deal. Oh. Or, no thanks, I'm watching my sodium intake. Yeah, okay, cool. No no worries. All good. No worries. Georgia had a weird story come out this week, though. They've been record- reporting 60,000 medical patients in the state. Then there was an audit. You know how many medical patients they have? A lot more than that? 14,000. A, a lot, lot less. less. Wow, I would not have guessed that. I guess they've just been adding to the original number instead of taking into account who has died or Ooh. who has allowed their patient recommendation to expire. Expire, lapse, or moved out of state. or Yeah, so they've just been adding on to this number since 2015 when it all rolled out. Weird. So what you're trying to say is like there's this database of patient information and they just keep adding to it. Nobody ever gets deleted and it just grows and they just track everybody. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Oh, yeah. Isn't that weird? I never Not. saw that coming. This is my shocked face. Huh. Oh, my. Wow. Imagine a world. Yeah. Never will I ever dip my toe into that world. <laughs> anyway, former chair of the marijuana board, Rick Johnson, up in Michigan, was sentenced to 55 months in federal prison for bribery. And if you want to hear all the details on that story, we talked about it in Bowl After Bowl episode 270, I Sell Them Dream. You know, he accepted a little uh, hanky-panky, $110,000, all the good stuff. Steak and eggs. Yeah, you know, you know the thing. And then I've got a clip. A clip from Oklahoma. It is saying that I'm getting charged $5,000 for a transaction that was over the limit of 84 grams. Rob Spike got this petition from the Oklahoma Medical Marijuana Authority in the mail earlier this week. Once he read it, confusion began to set in as to when the illegal transaction may have been. We don't know exactly when it was. I'm not saying it didn't happen. We don't make a habit of ever overweighing over the legal limit. There's no point in that. It's simply all you have to do is break it up into a second transaction. We spoke with Jed Green, who met with the OMMA on Wednesday, asking for answers about the petitions. Uh, OMA has indicated that they will make those violations known. Uh, It would be nice if that might have been more isolated up front. Green says there could be system glitches that cause the illegal transactions to appear. We were wanting to ensure that OMA was being thorough and that in some of these cases there could be some glitches between multiple software systems. Dispensary owners who got a petition have a court date in November. I have to obtain a lawyer to go to court to challenge something that I actually have no idea what, where, and how it happened. I've been in this five years in November, and I don't have $30,000 to pay a fine on top of them raising other permits in step two. OMMA sent news for a statement saying our agency recently filed petitions against 161 licensed dispensaries for sales over the legal limit. Of those 161 cases, 39 seek fines and revocation of licenses. 122 seek fines. Mm. Wow. Sounds glitchy. (laughs) Yeah, that's for sure. But how stupid is this? Okay, you can't sell it all together over the legal limit, but you can make two separate purchases in which it's 
Over the legal limit, but broken up so that it's under the legal limit. Just dumb. Uh, you know, it's it's weird that he said that because maybe he's been told that or trained that, but maybe that's not the law. Maybe if you break it up, that's in violation of some kind of thing they're going to get you on, you know? Yeah. Um, and he sounded pretty confident when he said it, but... Man, I can the tell word you, limit. What, if you get some fucked up things in the mail, people, and then the press wants to come and talk to you, shut the fuck up. Talk to your lawyer. Don't talk to the fucking news people. Sage advice. You might have just fucked your case up just by saying that on the news. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I don't know that you did, but the fact that it's possible even, don't talk to reporters ever about anything. Seriously. Just a bad move. It is. In South Dakota, uh, this group, South Dakotans for Better Marijuana Laws, has penned a letter asking the Secretary of State to completely invalidate a petition to repeal the medical program, and they're citing some error. I don't know how I feel about that. It's like, you know, one person working on one petition trying to shut down another petition. Just let the voters decide, don't you think? I think so. But, we did uh, we did get a couple of boosts, if you heard those pens crash. I only have one more story. Oh, hit me. Um, I, well, what I wanted to say is that drama between activism groups, even people fighting for the same thing happens a lot. Yeah, you this know, is true. Can't, I remember in Kansas City. Seen a lot of it. You know, true believers right. versus this is just how it's going to pass. It sucks because being in the middle like and seeing both sides of it, you know, like... I'm always second guessing, like, was I even in the right camp? Like, I can see Mm. both sides having really great points and having their hearts in the right place. And I can also see both sides doing slimy and or stupid shit at the same time. Like, both of the split factions were guilty of, you know, being gross or dumb. That's right. You can feel the fucking evil. I know. It's, it's, It's true. You're absolutely right. But you know what? I just want to say I'm not afraid. Same. Doesn't affect me. And my final story for Behind the Curtain tonight comes from Texas, where the appeals court ruled that the Department of State Health Services did not have authority to schedule Delta 8 THC. So that means they can't just go ahead and, uh, you know, schedule a substance, say this is illegal now because we want it to be, without going through the proper steps in the framework that's set up by the legislature. Hmm. And all the procedures are laid out in their Administrative Procedure Act, which is pointed to in the court documents. So I don't think this is going to make it to the Supreme Court. I don't think it's reversible. I think Texas is good with the hemp products. I think Delta 8 THC is good to go. Whew. Woo, indeed. What a relief. It's a step in the right direction after all. And now to those boosts. Oh, yeah, we got some boosts. I don't know if you heard the pins crashing. Sorry, I got just so excited by the sound. Uh, Bully Steed, a.k.a. Bully Steed, hit us with that 8888, because she's so great, out of Fountain, and she said, preach and teach, channel opening. She liked my Ring of Fire pitch. Oh, yeah. Right down the center of the plate. Just ready for you to juice it out of the park, baby. Spencer at bowlafterbowl.com. Get in on that lightning channel. Uh, also, 8888. Uh, because he's great. Abel Kirby boosting in from CurioCaster. He says, I can't hear the clips. <laughs> have you tried turning it off and on again? Can't hear the clips. Uh, we'll have to play the clips louder. 
Let me turn the clips up next time. Sorry, Abel. It's all right. I only brought one clip tonight. Everybody at Bowlers, everybody else hear the clips? You okay? I'll make sure our clips are coming through. No bowler left behind, damn it. Tang nabbit. That's right. Um, yeah. Thank you, boosters. Appreciate the live boost. It's always fun. Mixing it up. Dropping hints and shit. <laughs> and uh, Andrew Jones says, Jitty the handle, Abel. <laughs> oh, Jitty the handle. There you have it. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's handle's getting jittied tonight. <laughs> jitter, jitter. Uh, yeah. This is a great spot. Thank you, by the way, for this wonderful update. Uh, you're always, always keeping welcome. us on the edge of the, uh, the cutting edge of what's going on. I read a lot more than I bring. <laughs> I if believe you can it. believe it. You weed through <laughs> all of the shake, pulling out stems and seeds just to give us those juicy nugs of wisdom. And for that, we thank you. Uh, we also thank the Reverend. You know yeah. him as uh, Sir Reverend Cybertrucker, my fellow Reverend now. Hey, how about them apples? Um, he's always driving around the country, hauling things from here to there and from there back to here again and then from here to way up there. And still he finds time to pull over into that breakdown lane, fire up the microphone, and record us a metal moment. And you know what? <laughs> he's done it again. You want to have a listen? I do. In the bowl and in the morning. This here is Sir Reverend Cybertrucker and Kenny and Grogu with this week's Metal Moment. Well, it's October and that means Halloween. And to kick it off, we go straight to my favorite comic book character, Ghost Rider. First appearing in comics in 1972, it was finally turned into a live action movie in 2007. Starring Nicolas Cage, the original 2007 film and its far superior 2012 sequel, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, gave birth to some rather iconic music, with Spiderbait providing a song for the original 2007 film. From the Ghost Rider soundtrack, this is Spiderbait, Ghost Riders in the Sky. Let's ride. Oh, yeah. 
Heckin' awesome. Nice one. I love it. Great energy. I love your good ass energy. Bless up. Cool. Thank you, Rev. Uh, you can follow along with the Rev's latest shenanigans. All you got to do is go over and follow him at Rev Cyber Trucker at noagendasocial.com is the handle. Can you handle that? I think so. Did you see the memes leap boost? Oh, gosh, dang it. I saw it in the chat and I did not see it in the pad. Let me see. I can scroll up and read uh, it. Yes, here what? it is. I've got it. Okay. I just uh, goofed it, as they say. Uh, 1337. Sats from Memes Elite. Dang it. Not a pot verse. Thank you, Memes Elite. Boosting that live tag. He says, Leap boosting the split. Keep calm and bowl on. Calmer than you are, dude. <laughs> Calmer than you are. Speaking of being really calm, just gently. Don't move. Don't move right now. Just listen to what I say and then do it. Don't catch anybody seeing you. Just reach into your pocket. You're going to grab your phone. You're going to unlock it. Open up the phone app. Call or text. 816-607-3663. I know we're talking about a sensitive subject. The first time you ever gave or received a foot job. Some people may be upset. I'm just saying. It's right out there. That's what we're talking about. Bowlers are calling in. They love to talk about it. It's a popular little, uh, we got some calls, let's say. Nice. Right? Got some calls on this one. It's a discussion. Discussion to be had. Foot jobs. Love them. Hate them. You know they're around. Let's hear from a caller. It's a wedding death day, and uh, I was running, listening to you guys, and I'm watering lawn and doing stuff around the house, and still listening to you guys. And I haven't even finished the last episode. No. Oh. Uh, I mean, all my jobs have required me to uh, use my feet in some form or fashion. Um, you know, I don't want to just sit behind a computer all day long like some people um, that are making more money than I am. But, uh, yeah, I mean, so, but actually my first job, uh, I remember there was a leak in the, in the, uh, parking lot. And, uh, so I got a crowbar and was breaking up asphalt through that into my big toe. And it still has issues as far as the toenail goes. Owie. And, uh, my nieces and nephews will be like, oh, cause they call me fur fur, uh, which I think I've only said on one podcast. So cats out of the bag, but, uh. Yeah, they all call me Furfur because uh, Christopher, and it just turned into that, and whatever reason. Anyway, they're like Furfur got boo boo or something like that. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, and I'm like, yeah, Furfur got boo boo. So yeah, I mean, that was my first uh, foot job, I guess. And uh, you know, I mean, the weeks the week's still early, so between now and next Tuesday, I might get like what you guys are probably using waiting as a as a foot job but you know that was my first foot job any excuse so, to uh, get one you know yeah. see you can use All this right. one well, for science i mean can you actually leave a vocal mail that's under like right at three minutes or that's not right at three minutes you can so, you've done it before right. love you guys dead dangerous so dangerous and uh you know whether you're on your feet or you're off your feet or you don't have feet or you only have one foot is that all the options i'm uh, sure there's others all right Either way, you can always give a good old hearty Everyone with three feet officially blown the fuck out by Christopher Brattles. <laughs> what about the paws? Yeah. What about them paws? <laughs> I've never seen a human with paws. Uh wow. Sounds like your toe definitely got jobbed on that one. Yeah. That Sorry to sucks. hear that, Christopher Brattles. Um Big Oof. 
Big Oof still has issues. Hey, uh, sending good healing energy to not only your toe, but the fact that you can say, hey, you know, just need a, a foot job just for science, just because, you know, I need an F tie because I got to call the bull again and, you know, talk about my first ever time I had a ever foot. Oh, look who called back. Wait a second. Maybe. Oh, no, no. I wonder if we get, get like Kellogg or something like that to start using the hashtag bowl after bowl for cereals. Oh. And then like. And then I can sue them. Be like underground marketing. Oh. For Sir Spencer and Dame DeLorean. <laughs> Just put a podcast in the box with it. Cool. <laughs> you know, like a prize um, like the old days. You gotta hack the QR official, code. Official, official job? Official job? Um, I was using my feet at a hardware store. Oh. I had to walk around and Wait find ladders and stuff like that. <laughs> um, Is he pulling you know, the same Christopher Battle joke a second time on us, friend? And register and, and just everything. Um, <laughs> but now that I think about it, like all my all my jobs have involved using my feet. Every last one. It's hard to work without them feet. Um, they kind of keep you up. Yeah, I don't, keep I don't you walking, think moving. There's a way I could. Stomping could get around. By any of my jobs, they weren't foot jobs. So I mean, <laughs> all my jobs are foot that's jobs. That's a so, fucking country western song right there. Anywho, boring answer, I guess. Um, all my jobs are foot jobs. Yes, yeah. sir. Mobility has always been part of the the jobs I've uh, applied for, or at least that I've got. So I think I've always got it because I've had feet. You know what? Makes nothing but sense. I always got work because of foot jobs. <laughs> People put it that way. So, well, yourfootcareer.com. Appreciate you guys. Apply today. Kicking it hard. I still got to listen to, uh, what is it, Sunday, Sunday's episode? I Sunday's, think? yeah. Whatever. Blast. The, the bowl of buds. Bulls and buds uh, and buds and bulls. So. Bulls and buds and bulls and bulls. Yeah. I love you guys. Night, Andrew. And uh, whether or not you're on a computer looking for jobs or you already got a foot job or <laughs> you're on like the computer doing your foot job and other things to do jobs. <laughs> there you go. You know? Yeah. You can always go ahead and give a hearty. Caca! Caca. Oh, <laughs> he's got it. The phone cut him out. Aw. Congratulations. Kakala on your mini, uh, foot jobs. Oh, 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 he's still hanging on. He's still hanging on. Oh, my God. You know what just happened? You can hear it at the end. He got a foot job. That's exactly what happened. He would never say it. Well, here goes another one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm totally calm about it because it wasn't the duster, so it's fine. (laughs) Not my duster. Every time I reach for the bell, that's the thing. I just need, the bell needs to be a better spot. I'm reaching through <laughs> all of the drinks and my little Buddha Pepe, poor bastard, and all of this shit. Yeah, who doesn't even know his real home yet? Well, you know. <laughs> C-Dubs in the chat asks, does Kakaler work for foot jobs or foot jobs for work? Ooh. Yeah. Either way, he works hard for the money, so you better treat him right. He's Christopher Battles. <laughs> Crying out loud. Thank you, Christopher Bells. Man, you didn't play my little uh, intro jingle that I like hearing for oh the first time I ever. Oh my goodness gracious, I'm supposed to do the whole spiel. You know, this yeah. is a game that we play, and we like to call it... Uh... Deep, 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 de
first time I ever. Lorian and myself do not hold uh, personal shares in the whole game of the uh, first time I ever, but we do do things for the first time and talk about them on the show. Yes. Often after declaring the first time I ever topic. <laughs> week after week, bowl after bowl. And more information can be found on the website. At bowlafterbowl.com. <laughs> Apologies to Andrew Horowitz. Oh, you remember the first time you ever gave or received a foot job? <laughs> it's fuzzy. Ooh. It's fuzzy in my memory. It's fuzzy. Um, the first time I received the first first foot job incident, I received one. Kind of. I mean, oh. as much as a girl can get one. Oh my! Digits on the clit. Okay. Kind of poking the hole. Oh, yeah? <laughs> and that was from my first girlfriend, uh, who had well-manicured feet. Well. So it wasn't a problem. That always helps. Yeah. Yeah. That was all good. It felt nice. Neat feet are a treat. Indeed. <laughs> Though I prefer the teat. <laughs> well, you know, we have a lot in common that way. And the first time I ever gave a foot job, well, do you remember? Because it was definitely you. Yeah? Yeah. And I, I think, I, okay, I think this was the context. And Andrew Jones had sent us metal, and I was laying in bed reading. And you, <laughs> <laughs> actually, that seems too in the recent history. Yeah, I was going to say, I have definitely fucked your feet before that. Yeah. That was a memorable one for me, though, because I just kept reading metal and <laughs> did work my magic with my little feet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's the beauty. You don't have to do nothing. You just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Just don't get like slip the cock between the toes, <laughs> up and down <laughs> the footsie goes. <laughs> you know, and you pretend you're like a little monkey with the hand feet. What? What? <laughs> you gotta grip it <laughs> and lube it. Yeah. The lube is important. Yeah, definitely. Coconut excellent. oil, where you at? You gotta have some friction. I mean, you gotta get rid of that friction. What am I saying? Oh my god, there's too much friction. There's just natural <laughs> friction. Oh, and of course, part of the ritual is that first you wash your feet, and if your lover washes your feet for you, then it's just like extra pleasure. It's just sweet. That's a sweet it's thing sweet. to do. Sweet yeah. feet. I love my sweet feet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, but, yeah, so that night was really memorable to me because I just remember giggling and reading metal, and I think I finished the book before you were finished. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Taking my time. But it was nice. Oh, man. And then it, this was prompted on my first time I ever list because our anniversary went a lot like that. Oh, yes. There were several foot jobs. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, it's usually foot job over strawberry milkshake situation. Yeah. And you're not opposed to strawberry milkshakes, but I had just changed the bed sheets. You're more opposed to them than me, for sure. Because I had just changed the bed sheets. And you had just changed the bed sheets. So, like, come on. Let's yeah. be reasonable adults here. We I'm can a domestic just, goddess. We can just have some foot jobs. It'll be fine. It's still romantic. We could stain another towel, but why? <laughs> Towels cost money, man. Exactly. Foot jobs are free, people. <laughs> What's a foot job ever cost you? They Nothing. Are, they are free 99. Hopefully. This next caller knows. Bowlers. Bowlerito. Hola. 
Hola, ¿qué pasando? Polorritos, polorritas, polorinos. ¿Cómo estás? Oh, muy bien, muy bien, ah, gracias. ¿Y tú? Muy bien, sí. sí. Me gusta. ¿Dónde está la moto? Ah, la moto está aquí. Oh, sí, Un momento. Sí, sí. Lo bueno, siento. Bueno. Aquí está. First time. Hey, hey. Hey, man. I use for horses, partner. The one with the treats, old smelly hands. I signed an NDA, so I can't tell you, but you can uh, tell me. I don't actually remember. The, the foot job? No. Never, never received nor given. Never? Hey, videos, uh, <gasps> you know. No. Yes. Maybe. Um, oh. I don't know. I give a mean foot massage, though. I got okay. pissed the whole time I'm doing it. Smelly-ass bitch, like, wash your fucking feet. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true, either. I'm very supple and sensual. <coughs> you know. Wowie zowie. <coughs> a gentleman always washes his ladies' feet before... Uh, yeah, yeah, this is the Jobbing thing. them. <laughs> this, this is the thing. If there's some dirty-ass feet involved, you gotta just fix that first. That's all. And it's a sweet thing to do. You just be like, you know, baby, let me get some water real nice and warm for you. Mm, yeah. Get that little foot tub out. Get some soap. Get a little washcloth, man. Don't skimp. For new bowlers, I did want to mention, strawberry milkshake is a metaphor for something that ladies go through once a month. It's like a euphemism, right? Because what color is a strawberry milkshake? There you go. You got it. Thank you. There you are, bowlers. Uh, speaking of bowlers being there, there's another bowler right where we want them. In the voicemail. Let's see. Rev here. Rev. Uh, Cheers, Rev. Have I ever had a foot job? No. You know, I guess I'm going to have to go talk to my wife about that. Oh, later. Hey, there he goes. Well, that was a quick one. Yeah. Do it. Do it. That's right. See, the value you get from listening to Bowl After Bowl is potential foot jobs. <laughs> New experience. How many, how many bowlers do you think out there would never get a foot job, and then all of a sudden we come along, boom, we open them up to this new world that exists? Which, you know, it's not going to change into a foot fiend. It's not like, oh, well, now I'm a foot guy. You know? Maybe. Just like, have some appreciation every once in a while. Don't leave it all out, you know? That's <laughs> all. That's all. You gotta try it before you knock it. Doesn't have to be the mainstay, you know? Let's hope not, because, you know, there's other things that gotta get done, gentlemen. <laughs> we need babies. Whoops. We need babies. That's a little better, right? <laughs> Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, I heard Kenny meow in the background there. Yes. He had some input also. Yeah, Kenny did say. He said, hurry up, you know, talk to her. Hurry up, talk to her. She's been in a good mood today. Uh, I'm still trying to remember the first time. Now I'm like, Com it's got to be Como. Yeah. It had to have been in the slums, I'm sure. Mm, yeah, we did like everything there. Yeah. Before we got out. And as you were reminded over the weekend, when you first met me... 
You were Sorry. horny for me, dude. Yeah. I've actually never, ever experienced that. And it was a very lovely thing. And I appreciate it. Succubus of the schemes over here. <laughs> you had some schemes deep uh, deep into me. Mm-hmm. Deep hooks. I my, my eyes on you for sure and couldn't take them off. It's funny too because it was in like the time of my life where I was, uh, all of my friends when you came along, they were just like, oh shit, here we go again. They just were like, because I had been in some fucking, yeah. I had a long-term relationship, didn't pan out, and I was just too naive to, I was just like, yeah, you know, yeah. It's the only girl I've ever been with. First girl who gave me a foot job, by the way. It was just like, I was in like a serious committed two-year relationship. Tried everything you can try. Maybe not everything, everything, but you know what I'm saying. Um, I was too silly to see it. She broke it off on the two-year. And then I had a womp, few womp. like uh, short-lived flings after that that I thought, oh yeah, maybe, maybe she's the one, you know? That kind of thing. Like, Young only hurt once, Spence, and then Young only hurt twice, Spence, and then Young only hurt three times. And then uh, <laughs> after a while, it was just like, when, I, when you came along and met me, I was finally all right with myself. I had, like, done some wild stuff. I I punched our bathroom window out at one point. I had to get my hands sewn back together. Big oof. Just because, like, a girl I really fucking enjoyed the company of, uh... <laughs> I don't know, I freaked her out that I liked her too much, and I I just, I did the most laid-back shit. I put chicken tits in a Ziploc bag with salad dressing on it and put them in the oven. For Valentine's Day? For Valentine's Day. I, I was like, I don't want to do too much, specifically. I was like, let's avoid going too far. So I just did that. I did, like, the phone-it-in meal. Freaked her out. She was like, not only she was just like, man, we shouldn't hang out anymore. She's over the next day at my apartment with some new dude What? Oh. who's with her. And I've, like, just fucked with my head, you know? That's not about the chicken upset. pit, then. I didn't think the window was going to break, you know? I was just, like, <laughs> venting. Next thing you know, I'm in the fucking emergency room. So anyway, what I'm trying to say is when you came along, I was finally all right with myself and just being myself and being me. And just being like, you know what? I just need to be cool with me. I don't need to, like, grab out and just, like, keep searching and... Getting hurt. <laughs> so I was fine, you know, and then you came along and you were just this big pile of awesome. And all my friends were like, oh shit, here we go again. And I was like, oh fuck, here we go again. <laughs> and you were like, still here 12 years later, you know? Yeah, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. And you were horny for me at the beginning. That was fun. Yeah. I was, it was like, a lot of fun. Oh, nope, fuck nope. me. Here we go again. And fuck me again and again. <laughs> no <laughs> girl has ever wanted my nuts so hard. And it was just like such a blessing. <laughs> you're such a blessing. Oh, you're welcome. I was always the guy that wanted it more than she did, man. <laughs> so uh, it was nice to finally have a role reversal. One time, one time for your motherfucking mind. That was great. Yep. And foot jobs were easily a part of it. We did everything. But the first foot job with a big foot? <laughs> well with a matching shoe size yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i guess I we wore the same uh, i was thinking back we wore the same size shoe me and my uh long-term girlfriend short long-term <laughs> the first girlfriend okay yeah my first uh girlfriend i guess for realsies yeah and high school girlfriends but like you know hand holdy smooch stuff yeah and not longer than a month stuff I think a month was my record in high school. <laughs> Only a month would girls pass notes back to me, and then they'd be like, all right, stop. <laughs> yeah, well. 
Did she smack you with those big feet? Smack me in the face and then big floppy feet. Yeah. No. No. Nah, probably not. It's hard to remember, man. That was so long ago. (laughs) It all blurs together. You know there was a foot job, but you don't remember the deets. Yeah. I remember the feats, not the deets. <laughs> Could describe the feats to you. Oh yeah, they were as pasty as yours. Like, hey, I've got a tan line on them from my sandals I wore in mass. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> Three shades darker. <laughs> Those sandals uh, are pretty slick. It's the same sandals you had in that sipping, uh, <laughs> sipping the seltzer picture. Yeah, candid camera. We got textures. Textures. Yeah. Textures is texting in. Text line says, uh. A foot job? Like, to climax? Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, and then Texter says, uh, oh wait, that's foot locker. Time to climax. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Fucking peeking over you here. You locker, you broader. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> More texts? More texts. Text line says, when I was a barely legal teenager, I worked for a summer as a handyman. We'd go out to different houses in Massachusetts and do various tasks for undersexed New England wives with terrible attitudes. Uh-oh. One day, we were building a staircase for a new deck. As the stairs weren't included by the cut-rate Mexican contractor these idiots used, I had to calculate, slash measure, and cut the whole stair pattern myself for the first time. Ooh, first time you ever cut a stair pattern. <laughs> That'll get calls. I'm throwing it on the list anyway. Uh, Anyway, this lady was watching us pee in the garden through the curtains in the kitchen window. (laughs) A creepy (laughs) (laughs) pee-pee. Anyway, I built those stairs with a one-foot deep step because they wanted it that way. (laughs) (laughs) Deep steps. Very nice. Hell of a foot job. Yeah. I wish uh, somebody just once would watch me pee from a distance. From a distance. I've seen you pee from a distance many times. Okay, all right. It's going to have to be good enough. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure other people have seen you pee, too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest, really. It's still I come. Where have you been? Under a rock? <laughs> seen this guy pee? Uh, This next guy only pees when absolutely necessary. Hey, bowlers. Let's see. First time I ever... What the fuck? The fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Those goddamn feet. They're moving them sons of bitches when no one's looking. Wee, 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 wee. Oh, collar. I can't do the Flintstone sound with my mouth. Do you have that on the board? The Flintstone sound? What, this? <laughs> yeah. Boobala Boobala by uh, Lorian Rose. Thanks. Cheers. Oh, man. Collars. Collar? Collar? Where on the doll did the feet hurt you? Yeah, collar. Uh, You know. Gotta give love the feet, too. Just every once in a while. Just to keep them, you know, keep them appreciated. They do do a lot of work every single day, you know? It's true. Feet take a beating, man. What appreciation do they get? Well, they do get some, and it's good that they do. For that, we thank you. Yeah. Now we have to pick a first time I ever for next week. Out of all F ties, this is the one that went too far. <laughs> <laughs> Says the chat. It's because C-dubs didn't come up with it. Oh. It was me. Oh, yeah. It was my foot job and fault. So that's why not only was it a very fun topic, 
but also why people called and texted in on it. Just want to hit all the cylinders. I don't know what I don't know what too far is talking about. We talk about C dubs. He's jelly. He's just being a jelly boy. Because <laughs> you came up with a good one. I think that's what's going on. Every once in a blue moon. So you want to hear my list? Yes, I do. First time I ever had loose leaf tea. First time I ever had cornbread. First time I ever had quiche. Mm. First time I ever got waxed. Still on there. <laughs> First time stay I on ever there for so long. Korean barbecued. First time I ever exited a moving vehicle. First time I ever fell out of bed. First time I ever almost died. First time I ever bonked my head while wearing a hard hat. I like fall out of bed. Okay, let's go with it. So, you know what to do, bowlers. Call or text 816-607-3663 and tell us about the first time you ever fell out of bed. Yeah, you got to do it. You got to do it right away. Now there's only one thing left to do. We usually say, ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bowling. Yeah, let's bowl. That's to make up for earlier. Keep bowling, 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 yeah! In Oregon, a man was indicted on 33 charges following harassment allegations at an apartment building. This is a real creepy one. Dude's 19, and he's caught on this security camera multiple times. Not quite 33, but very many. More than you can count on two hands. Pounding on this woman's door with a knife. Chill out about the knives. Calling her nasty things and making rape threats. So this woman lives with her mom. And she was quoted in this article saying, you have to make sure you look outside your people. You look at your camera before you exit your home. Honestly, it's like you live inside a jail or something. Hmm. She's black. This kid is white. So she reported his behavior on June 30th. But nothing ever happened until he got evicted on September 8th. So it took the apartment building landlord to do something about it, even though she had all these videos and stuff. That's crazy. That is wild. 33, though, popping up. Snuck one in there on there. Yeah, just like... slipped it in. Ooh, slipped it in. Ooh, gonna slip in another one. Uh Uh-oh. Because in Japan, there are 33 Amazon workers... Halting deliveries over the non-payment of a Prime Day incentive that they never received. Ah, Shamazon. They're only supposed to do so many deliveries in a day. Um, And they got way more than that and were promised by the contractor they work for, by that contractor's employee, that there was going to be a bonus. Oh, okay. And they had previously received bonuses for these sale days. Um, But a couple weeks went by. They weren't getting paid for it. So now they're just not making deliveries. Sounds like the contractor made a uh, made a promise he couldn't deliver. Yeah. Wrote a check, check his ass couldn't catch. Yeah, probably. Um, but I think it's the first time in Japan that these Amazon workers have done any sort of strike at all. Mm. Or boycott of delivery. They'll put up with a lot, that's for sure. Yeah. But no Prime Day bonus, man. That's just fuck. Grind to a halt. Yeah, it sucks. <sighs> Something sucked at some point in Louisiana where a 33 year old teacher was arrested Uh-oh. amid the claims that she just gave birth to a student's child. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Straight out of That's My Boy. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, kid? What are you doing, guy? What are you doing, guy? 
What are you doing, lady? You're not supposed to tell anyone. There's nothing stronger than having it be done in front of a crowd. Your class cheering you on? I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, Mikey, Mikey, teacher Mikey is a creep, and the kid is a class hero. <laughs> For that, we thank you. Oh, oh. Also, big thanks here in the Show Me State, where a high school teacher has been put on leave after showing everything she's got on the internet. Oh, did you see her breasts? Yeah. Did you look into it? Eh, it's behind a paywall. Ugh. I'm not going to pay for that shit. Also, this article alone being circled by the Associated Press is going to garnish her a lot more subscribers. Jesus Christ, why don't you put some goddamn clothes on? She's 28. She's on the uh, the usual suspect paywall porn site. Mm-hmm. Making eight to $10,000 a month, and she doubled her subscription price after news got out, obviously. And she wasn't wearing anything! Oh, man! Has only gained new sus- subscribers. That's good for business. So I would say she's good to go. She doesn't need that teaching gig, you know? Yeah. Well, just take your clothes off and perform, lady. Teach me how to Dougie instead. There. So, it's weird. She talked about living that double life for a while and knowing that if anyone found out and word got out to her bosses in the school district, she'd be canned. Mm-hmm. And so, like, two weeks ago, her husband heard someone talking about it, and so she was ready. She knew. Because imagine sitting down on this. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking about it. Tough crowd being a high school teacher, I guess. Huh? It'll be hot for teacher. <laughs> yeah, I know. What the hell? Doesn't Getting mixed messages, weird. modern yeah. culture. What are you talking about? Yeah, plus, What are you doing to me? You're fucking with my head. Those kids are under 18 anyway, and there's age verify on those sites, duh. Yeah, duh. <laughs> I, that's what I always wonder. It's like, all right, so if you understand that uh, I got some fucking <laughs> pictures going on out there, then, like, uh, either A, thank you for the support because you paid me, or B, you illegally saw my shit. You illeg- you're stealing my shit. <laughs> so uh, now we have problems. Yeah. Right? There's no C, you're an innocent person here. Right. You're better than me. Shouldn't walk into class filming a set. Well, you know. Times and places, man. Yeah, and for what it's worth, those are two separate incidents, two separate teachers. The pregnant Louisiana teacher, who is in a lot of uh, trouble, and then this Missouri lady, who's out of a job, no longer a teacher. Let me see what it looked like. I'm just curious, that's all. And for what it's worth, she does it with her husband, so... Is that really taboo? Her husband runs the site for her, too. Uh, I think it's cool. It's hilarious what passes for shocking and outlandish, and also what passes for totally normal. Yeah. We're in a weird uh, weird situation. This next story kind of falls into that. Um, a guy was denied entry into the Phillies ballpark because he tried to bring his emotional support animal with him. And his emotional support animal just happens to be an alligator. (laughs) Oh my god. That's fairly freaksome. Yeah, damn thing's a fucking social media influencer too, you know? Yeah. That's why I don't say the names of these things. I don't want to give them more clicks and shit. (laughs) Uh, It's it's, fucking embarrassing! I say things, but previous teacher falls into this. I think that uh, you've already given enough information for a curious bowler to find out. Oh, easily. So he said that the gator helps him battle his depression and likes to give hugs to people. I'm, I don't think I believe that. Maybe he's projecting his own ability to do that for himself onto the gator, man. Most definitely. He should turn inward and look inside. The, the answer is there. 
The thing is, the policy at the ballpark says that guide dogs, service animals, or service animals in training are welcome. Now, there's no lawsuit right now or whatever, but I'm just guide saying. Guide dogs, that service animals. Service or, animals. Or service animals in training. Fuck, you wouldn't even need to actually have a service animal. Right. You could just be training one and trying to get there. Precisely. Fuck, fake it till you make it. The sign says that's good. Yeah, no problems here. So. Leave alligator man alone. Yep. That's what I say. Gator should have been let in. Yeah. <laughs> he paid to be here like the rest of us. This next story is one that I'm a sucker for. A woman was perusing at a thrift store okay. in Birmingham. <laughs> oh, I love these. And she found a sculpture. Hold the fuck on, though. We haven't been rolling anything. Well, that's your fault. Oh, my God. We've had so many strikes. Sorry. It's so good. Yeah, I couldn't even hear them. That's how incredible they were. Lady's looking around the thrift store, and she's about to leave when she sees um, some kind of sculpture of flowers. Sure. And she does a double take because she thinks she recognizes it. And sure enough, it was signed by an artist that she knew, Frank Fleming, who died in 2018. Um, and he's an Alabama artist that has work all over the place, most notably the Storyteller Fountain in Birmingham. And so since it was signed by him, she thought, well, fuck, it's got to be worth something. Uh, they charged her 40 bucks for it, which is kind of a steep buy-in fee for art at a thrift store. So they must have known, had a little inkling of who the dude was. Um, but there was another piece there by him, too, with some calla lilies. So she got two pieces by him. And she decided to donate the first sculpture to the Birmingham Zoo to be placed up for auction during its annual gala in the bid is starting at $2,000. Wow, I like money. Thrift score. I just want bowlers to call in with their thrift scores. One bowler did text in. Oh? Yeah, he says, Gator don't play that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's for you, Texter. Gotta make up for lost ground here. It's a good game. In Connecticut, a survey crew caught a 400-pound rough-tail stingray in the Long Island Sound. That's a pretty big boar. Six feet long, five feet wide, and 400 pounds. Gee, many Christmas. Yeah, those stingray are fairly common, I think, on the Atlantic coast, um, but maybe not in the Long Island Sound, just along the coast, like New England to Florida. Coming in too deep, gonna get yourself caught, Stingray. But the picture's horrifying. The thing is fucking huge. 400 pounds. And safely returned to the water after they measured it and took a picture with it. Text line says, Stingray don't play that shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's for you, text line. In New Jersey, something crawled up a guy's ass because he decided to drive (laughs) his SUV into some homeowner's garage. <laughs> a home, a I thought you were going probably. somewhere else. <laughs> where, where, where was I going in your brain? <laughs> Drive a car to homos. What? Drive a car to homos? He was harassing a homeowner. You like to see homeboys naked? By driving this damn car into the garage door. And then driving it into a police station. Oh. Right into the squad room. You hate to see it, and you especially hate when it happens to you. I mean, it seems pretty intentional, 
you think? (laughs) So he gets out of this is what weirded me. He gets out of his car with his hands up, blasting "Welcome to the Jungle" on the stereo, and like there's no motive known or whatever. But I've been noticing that a lot of Gen Xers are driving around these days, blasting that shit, that song, three times now. I have witnessed Gen Xer blasting Welcome to the Jungle. I just don't know if it's like the programming ticking off, like some ticking time bomb. It's we're, like We're in the jungle, baby. It's a cue, you know, like some MK Ultra shit. <laughs> the trigger. It's a trigger. Yeah. All and this guy. Driving into cop shops and shit. Exactly. Text line says. You fucking triggered, man. Homo nerds don't play that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Guns N' Roses don't play that shit. No, they don't. Well, they do, though, every time, actually, when they do lives. Yeah. They play that shit. And a lot of radios play that shit. That's what the people pay. That's what the people pay to see. (laughs) (laughs) Jungle time, man. Welcome. Oh. This one's for you, Jungle. Have you heard of the Hambone Award? No, but I'm about to. Yeah. This year was the 15th annual Hambone Award from Nationwide Pet Insurance. Okay. Which, if you think health insurance is a scam. Pet insurance. Pet insurance. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. <laughs> All insurance is such a fucking scam. But you anyway. don't understand my foofy, woofy, 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 doofy, doofy. So this award was named after a dog who ate an entire ham while entrapped in a refrigerator. <laughs> Which, you know, sounds like a pretty good day for a dog. A little cold, maybe. But a whole ham? I know all three of my dogs would take you up on that trade. You put me in the fridge, I get the food. Cool. <laughs> um, in this case, the award went to a cat named Giles, who... <laughs> Was folded into a sofa bed, and I mean, just like totally crunched in it. <laughs> but he's okay. <laughs> you know, he had to give up one of his nine lives. He's all right though. Just a few stitches. <laughs> it reminds me of in Hocus Pocus when Binks like goes flat because he gets run over, and oh, then yeah. he like puffs back out. That's what I pictured happening to this Giles mm. cat, squished and then unsquished. Yeah, just totally fucked, and then like I'm back. Just had to refresh. Yep. Text line says, Do you know where you are? You're in the bowl, baby. You're going to get high. <laughs> That's right. That is where we are. Also, Giles is a great name for a cat. Giles. Or any animal. Just throwing it out there. Yeah. And my final story for the lanes tonight comes from Scotland and an animal named Albert, which is another <laughs> great name. For a fucking emu. Well, close. It was a parrot. A parrot. Okay. Okay, not really that close. Uh, And I don't know what type of parrot Albert is. Honestly, I did a little digging because he looks like an Amazon, but I haven't seen these colors. He's gray with a, or he's green with like a gray mask and some gray on his belly. Hmm. Maybe Conyer. I don't know. I used to know my birds so well. Anyway. I ain't a parrot, dude. Albert's a parrot. I'm a parrot, man. Ding, 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 ding. He figured out how to pick the lock on his cage. And he made an escape. And when a bird makes an escape, they're pretty much toast. Sure. You know? About yeah. to be chicken nuggets for some other animal out there. Yeah. But no. No. Someone 
saw Albert sitting on their car. And they were like, what is this parrot doing on my car? So they threw a towel over him and took him to a vet. And his family got to reunite with him. And you know how far away he flew? How far? 32 miles away from home. Oh, blue balled it. Mm Mm-hmm. But you know the moral of the story, right? Don't forget to bring a towel. That's right. Don't forget to bring a towel. Uh-huh. Ever. Oh, yeah. You, you're going to want a fucking towel, huh? Got to bring a towel. If only to remember the passcode. You're a towel. Uh, yeah. Towels abound. Well, that was a good round of lanes, man. I don't know if we've bowled that well in quite some time, I must say. It was a good one. Good bowl in general. I don't know what it was. We just had some good ass energy in the bowl. <laughs> yeah. There's some real good energy in the bowl tonight. Sometimes you luck out that way. Lucky you, bowlers. Grateful for the ass energy. Oh, yes. And grateful for just about everything uh, coming my way these days. I would say. Stay tuned. No scheduled Bowls with Buds for this week, but that always can change on a whim. You never know until you find out. Find out either way next Tuesday night where you know we'll be. Same time, same stations. Nine Central. Every damn Tuesday, right after DH Unplugged wraps up on the No Agenda stream. Till then, I'm going to be Sir Spencer Wolf of Kansas City. And I will always be Dame DeLorean. You can hear me again Thursday nights at 7 p.m. Central with Mary-Kate Ultra and Daisy B. Cooper for Homegrown Hits. But till next time, when we cross paths again, may your bowls burn ever brighter. Bowl after bowl till he's sick. Bowl after bowl till he's sick. Bowl after bowl. Bowl bowl after bowl. Bowl after bowl. Bowl after bowl dot com. Walk on. Smoke on. Sir Spencer, Wolf of Kansas City, Dame DeLorean. May your bowls burn ever brighter. Wow. I am really high. Smoke a bowl, sir. Smoke a bowl, sir. Spark one up. We spark one up. We have blunts here. I've never done a blunt. I'd do one. I'm being baked. I'm being baked like a cake. It is on, folks. It is on. It is on. He's so good. (laughs) None of this is good. That's a dumb place to keep bowls. Bowlafterbowl.com. Yeah, another bowl in the books. Blessings. Thanks for hanging. I should say it this way more often to the No Agenda stream, who I love out there. Hi, how you doing? Thanks for listening. I send you guys back to the regular thing. But if you want to keep hanging around, we always just like mess around and produce the show. And you can join in on the shenanigans at stream.bowlafterbowl.com. That's all. Have a great night. Yeah, that was nicer. Whew, got them out of there. Nicer? <laughs> What's nicer? Then just saying, get the back to your regular scheduled content. <laughs> bye. Stop polishing Ryan Bimrose's balls and plug the stream. <laughs> <laughs>
Whatever. Fine. I forgot to hit the uh, chapter for Fiddle Gib. Fuck a dude, let's go bowling. So oh, we'll Fiddle have Gib. to just add that in. Fiddle Gib. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, these blocks need a start time. Go back and fix these blocks. Fuck a dude, let's go bowling. I understand. I want to download the good chapters anyway.